You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hey everybody, this is Chris Rafalius from the band Punchline. And this is Steve Sabosley from Punchline. And you're listening to We Podcast and We Know Things. It's a great podcast. Well, hello everyone and welcome to episode 130 of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall and alongside of me for this crazy, ginormous, insanely awesome episode, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Atora. Well, it's official. I'm on the back nine. So we had a birthday this week. Yeah, we did. We did. Finally hit the big dirty 30. Welcome to the 30s. Welcome to the horrible club. Welcome Thank to, you. Welcome to your 30s. I'm happy to be in here. Uh, in in a month and four days, I'll be 31. Sam just turned 30. So we're officially now two old guys talking nerdy yeah. shit. Damn it. We can't be two young bucks anymore. We've been doing this for three years. So we both started in our 20s. But now we're both two old dudes sitting around in the same room that we started in three years ago on the same mic yep. with the same setup. Did we have a different mic? No. No. You had a mic. I had a mic. But then it just it didn't, didn't work, work. Uh, because totally we're in a smaller room and this mother effer picks everything yeah. up. We've been trying for three years to get new mics. That's a thing. But uh, we'll, it, we'll, keep, we'll keep it going. A it, hasn't, it hasn't worked out. But again, happy belated birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, we love you to death and can't wait for... 30 more, and then, uh, and then you're fine. <laughs> My body feels 50, so we'll see if I make it that far. If you're new to the podcast, we are the single source for all of your nerdy news in gaming, TV, film, music, and all things pop culture. We're basically spreading the good word of nerd one episode at a time. Be sure to join the We Pod Squad by hitting that subscribe or follow button on all of your podcasting services like iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever you get your audible goodness. But... Be sure to leave us that rating and review. It helps the show grow. It's super easy, super cheap, super quick. We read them all in the air, including this one. Uh, another five-star review that gave us an even 30 reviews on iTunes. All 30 reviews on iTunes are five stars. We do not pay for that. We ask you to leave anything. One, three, five, doesn't matter. We'll read them all in the air. You guys just like the show, and we appreciate it. This one is from Victor. Victor says, great show, five stars. Very informative show and entertaining host. We'll def be tuning in for more. A little vague. Thank you, Victor. A little vague, but I appreciate that, Victor. Uh, we appreciate every review that you guys leave. And again, we read them all on the air. You can check us out at wepodcastandwenowthings.com. That's got links to listen to the show. It's got links to follow us on all of our social media, including Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Got linked to our store. My my daughter was wearing a We Podcast yep. and We Know Things onesie this morning. Where do you think she got it from? Our store. I would imagine unless she got it somewhere else. Like, Damn, I clicked on WePodcastandWeKnowThings.com and went to the link for store and picked her up a little onesie action. It's not. It's a little big, but that's okay. It'll She'll last for a it. long time. Yeah. Uh, and then again, uh, links to our Patreon if you want to help us out monetarily. Every month, we kick you back a nice little reward for doing so. Uh, anywhere from a dollar up to $20 or $25, whatever it is. Um, something as small as a greeting card each month to coming on the show for a segment. You want to do some top threes with us? You can do that too by supporting us over on Patreon. We appreciate everybody that has helped us out on Patreon. We have a huge show for you today, and it could all, none of it would be possible without our friends at the We Be Geeks Podcast Network. That is WeBeGeeksPC.com and our friends. Over at the ESO Network, esonetwork.com. We have an interview coming up this week that we want to talk about real quick. We have trivia. We have crazy Star Wars news, including a teaser trailer for Episode 9. 
And we have thoughts from a good dear friend of ours as well. Uh, Disney Plus got a bunch of details. We have our Game of Thrones Season 8 predictions, which is the thing I've been looking forward to the most. Um, I already made the logo for this week's episode on Tuesday. So (laughs) I've been been sitting on this for a long time. the episodes suck. (laughs) I am like really, really waiting for it. We're going to start with movies. Then we're going to go to TV. We have a Doom Patrol discussion, some reviews. Uh, Then Sam's going to take over for gaming after a promo from our friends over at the Rusted Robot podcast he's got a lot to talk about for gaming he's got his comic spotlight which i'm really looking forward to because i can't see it um, and i don't know what it is right now so that's cool i don't I, I see the word next so i'm looking forward to that then we have a quick 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 wrestlemania recap i'm talking like not going to spend much time on it at all we got to we, we have a lot to talk about today uh, we'll do our patreon shout outs our picks of the week and get on out of here and that begins like i said with an interview we have this thursday that we'll be releasing on monday the 22nd so the day after easter you can find a bonus episode of ours with world series winner and country music star brett myers former philly and nico you could just say happy birthday because his birthday is on the 22nd so it's perfect Uh, that it comes if so facto if you're a baseball fan brett myers so it's it's an unreal uh experience that within 15 minutes of me sending out an email asking he got back to me saying let's do it and it's a super cool guy so far to work with good dialogue back and forth and he knows we're from Philly. Um, he so knows we're from Philadelphia. Made that very, very uh, clear. Um, he interacted with us on Instagram when we put the uh, yep. interview out there. So it was just super cool guy. Looking really forward to it. Um, yeah, we'll weave in just like the baseball into the questions. We're going to steer a lot towards his music project because that's what we do. Sam and I have done 31, 32 interviews and like 20 Two of them are bands. Yeah, at is, least that's yeah. where we that's where we spe- uh, specialize yeah. is in the music interview space. So we'll do that. Um, really looking forward to that. But Sam, it's trivia. It's ten point five for you, ten for me. I'll start us off. Let's go. So I got a little Star Wars question, kind of Sean. This is for you too. So I would like to. I'm assuming you know because you are a Star Wars nerd and you know everything. So let's kick it off. In Star Wars, how many engines are on the X-wing fighter? Two. Um, or four. Oh, jeez. No, four. Final answer. Four. Final answer. Correct. We don't do that anymore. Correct. Yeah. Oh, what? What? No, you're yeah. in the lead. Uh, yeah, baby. Rex right. in the lead. All right, eleven to ten point five. Remember, we don't do final answers anymore. All right. All right. Yours, I think, is also Star Wars. I'm just positive. Lucky me. But it's not difficult. Um, where is it at? Where is it at? Where is it? Here it is. Yeah, Star Wars. All right. So there's a caveat to this. Make it a little easier. All right. I actually made it a little easier. Um, Let's see. Okay. How many Star Wars films has John Williams, famous composer, scored? Hmm. I'm going to give you the caveat. Okay. Okay. He had a single composition in Solo. He did not compose the whole film. He did one part of Solo. I'm counting that. I'm counting that. Okay. I am counting that. And there are 11 main Star Wars films, including Episode Nine. I'm including Nine in this as well, because he is the composer yeah, for I Episode Nine. The question is, did he do the new ones? The second half, not the original three. <sighs> Just to help my chances, sure. We could tie it up on me here. The uh, answers are six, eight, 
10, and all of them. Just so you see it. 6, 8, 10, all of them. The number I was thinking was there. But did he do all of them, though? You're counting so low. I'm going to go against my gut. Let's go 10. 10 is the correct answer. The only one he did not do. Wait, was was Rogue One. Correct. I was right. Thank God. Because Iruza was going to go at 8. Then I said, you know what? I think he then he's throwing all of them. And I think that was the reason why I didn't pick it. And that's why we give answers on this show. And it's 11 to 11. Yeah, that was my This play. is why we do win by two. Yeah, that was my play. This just, is just it. To keep it. Just to keep it tied. This is it. All right, I'm happy. We start here in the big stories. And like I said, we got a lot. We got Star Wars stuff, Disney stuff, Game of Thrones stuff. But we're going to start off with Star Wars stuff because uh, it's fresh. Probably it's the new. biggest. <laughs> it's, ah, Game of Thrones is so big. Uh, it's it's fresh, it's new, episode 9, yesterday it's Star Wars Celebration, I should say Friday for those not listening on Saturday, so uh, Friday was Star Wars Celebration, it's continuing into this weekend, so the 11th, th- or the 12th through the 14th, yeah. I believe, Star Wars Celebration, they started off with a panel for episode 9, there's a panel today for... Uh, Jedi the Fallen Order, which is the game from Respawn Entertainment. So that's at 1 o'clock Chicago time, so 2 o'clock here on the East Coast. So kind of just keep your, uh, your your mind on that as you're going through and saying, oh, wow, I want to learn more about that game. Or maybe the Mandalorian TV show uh, coming to Disney+. Plus. I think that Sunday is the panel for that. So we're going to learn a lot about these Star Wars projects coming up through Star Wars Celebration. Uh, we have some friends that are there too, but during this panel... J.J. Abrams and the cast comes out. It was an hour and 20 minutes, I think. And I missed the first hour because I was at work. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go on lunch. And as I'm on lunch, I said, holy shit, I forgot about this. They probably dropped episode nine. So I go on and it's still going on. And yeah. I said, oh, thank God, because they didn't do it. Um, I turned it on within five minutes of me turning it on. They're like, all right, who wants to see a teaser? I was like, that's great. Yeah, that's what your text was like. Teaser incoming. That's I was like, thank call. goodness, because I did not want to sit through an hour of that shit. And uh, no, no disrespect. And we got a teaser trailer. Um, and then we got after the teaser trailer, which obviously we're going to break down. the The guy who plays Palpatine comes out and says, "Run it again," and they do it again. So it was just a lot of fun. We have Episode Nine. I love his life. The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, and I, I mean, I don't think anyone was expecting. What was this title? Leaked or no? I, I didn't hear a damn I didn't hear thing anything about, it. about a Skywalker. I feel, I feel like this was kept airtight. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure I remember reading it. This is the end of the Skywalker. The Skywalker and now it's the rise, so yeah. it's like the exact opposite of what they said. Yeah. So, I mean, okay. I mean, I, I thought the trailer alone was better than Episode Eight. the entire run. Yes, of you've made that very clear this morning before we went on the air. I would say you're not wrong because Episode Eight was just meh. I know that some people like it maybe more than we did. But uh, it was just mad. It was mad when we first saw it. It's it hasn't really held up. Yeah, it hasn't gotten better over multiple viewings. If anything, it's just kind of slid. It, yeah, I, I watched it once, and I literally have no reason. I think to the go last back. time I had fun watching a Star Wars movie was Episode Seven. Yeah, I agree. And I don't care. That no, actually, I, there, there was moments, and even in Solo, in that, Solo I had more fun. that that battle on the mountainside on the train was really cool. I listen. I don't care that Seven was a remake of Four. I don't care that. That kind of a new hope was kind of retold for the newer audience. Yeah. I loved, I loved it. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't really mind that. Um, but we have Palpatine at the end of the teaser. Oh, his laugh is, his laugh is back, oh. so we know that he's going to be back in some. I get capacity. the chills when I heard his laugh. J.J. Abrams said that 
they ha- they're going to run into their greatest evil. So it, it might be hinting that he is the big bad because I don't think Kylo Ren is the big bad because to me, Rise of Skywalker means the redemption arc of You killed Kylo your Ren. father. There is no redemption. If your father was not Darth Vader... <laughs> There is no redemption. You are a bad... Even if they try to redcom to be good, and all the Star Wars fans was, oh my god, it was so good. No, you killed your father. You're a bad guy, bro. Sorry. So, like, if if uh, Han Solo was secretly running a... a, a uh, like an evil organization behind everybody's back and Ben knew it or Kylo. I shouldn't call him Ben Solo, but Kylo yeah. knew it. And that's why he killed him. You'd still be like, F it. Yeah. I'm like, it, it, you can't retcon like that. That would be ridiculous. No, no. Retcon is just like wiping it away. Yeah. This is just, JJ goes, this oh, is just conveniently, was not killed by Kylo. He tripped. <laughs> this is conveniently plot, putting plot points in that we didn't know about. That's kind of what, uh, Mortal Kombat is doing with Eleven. All of a sudden, there's this woman, which we'll get to in the gaming section, who, by the way, was running it the whole time. Behind the scenes, she was the a god. And it's like, really? Took you 11 games to meet for even hear this person's yeah. name? I don't think so, yeah. Tim. Yeah. So it's... I don't think that's going to happen. But I think Kylo is going to start his kind of uh, redemption arc. I don't know. Maybe because this is the last film of this trilogy. Maybe it starts and ends. A lot of Come people on think... The Millennium Falcon. We forgive you for killing Han. <laughs> it, no, it, dude, bro. So, so you think Rise of Skywalker is Rey? I, I would like to think. Like, so... When they said in eight that her parents were quote nobodies, and I just thought that was just it. I didn't believe it at all. So you really just don't think Ryan Johnson? I I do. I just I'm nervous about his trilogy. I I don't know. He butchered eight. Like I, I'm I'm sorry for the people that loved it. I did not like that movie. I thought it was boring. Finn had nothing to do. I didn't like the chick. They all both should have died. Rose. Rose. I I thought it was terrible. I don't know. That's just me. Like at all, I I would rather watch the trailer for an hour and a half. No, I would rather watch the goddamn the prequels with Anakin. Then with then watch eight again. That's how bad I did not like eight. I just thought it was boring as shit. Like I don't know. That was me. Prequels. I, I and that's that. saying a lot. I'd rather watch the first one. The, the kids pod racing. I'd rather watch that. That kid cannot act. Uh, but, but at least ha- I got Darth Maul. In the, in the trailer starts out. Daisy Ridley uh, is in the desert and she's being approached by a stealth fighter. Um, and, Love that scene. And it Loved takes it. a minute. But there's some dialogue and things like that. It's it's Luke who's the narrator for it. Then she does this Matrix flip and busts out her lightsaber that she either fixed or, or whatever that looks like. And it looks like she's going to slice that bitch in yeah. half and does a super cool like backflip over it. So she's full Jedi right, right now. And that is badass because yeah. okay. I know we're both big fans of Rey. Yeah. Oh, dude, once I saw her on screen, I was like, <laughs> oh, God, she's aging like a fine wine. Even though she's young as shit. <laughs> yeah. But that, that scene she's like was 23. Just, but just hearing kind of Hamill talk and watching yeah. her do that, like, that was badass. Yeah. We have a new droid, D.O., and he actually came out on stage at the Star Wars Celebration. They rolled him out as, like, the intro before the trailer. And everybody's like, oh, it's so cute. It's, he's next to BB-8. looks like a Hoover hand vac with a ball underneath. Oh, that was his parents. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. He, he was born out of uh, a Hoover hand vac. Hoover and, and he mixed with an orc and they kind of converged. I, that's And that's how D.O. was born. Yeah, um, orc and... Oric and Hoover. <laughs> we have uh, we have uh, an appearance from Lando. Oh, yep. His 82-year-old ass is Yo, still kicking. He looks great for being 82. <laughs> no, he looks 82. Let's call it 80, what it is. Yo, for eight, I don't know. Makeup I, and I've CG can do a lot. I've seen some guys and ladies in their 60s and 70s yeah. that look like they dog made, shit. Star Wars made a dude who's dead look good from yeah, CG. So, like, CG I can do a lot. I, I, think, like, I don't know. I saw pictures of him at events. I, for his age, he looks great. Yeah. I, I really think, like, <clears throat> you know... I think like half this audience, maybe not half, I'm saying it uh, fetishious, but uh, like 
if you have like 50% of the audience that says Ray is going to be the Skywalker in this film and you have the other half that says Kylo and that's just like this battle, right? What if they just came in and gave us something brand new that we didn't expect? There's always that. that Which I, I would be okay with. Yeah. I just don't want to see them try to make Kylo a good guy. I don't want to see that. To me, that doesn't interest me. Uh, I, I think I'm more on the on the side of me too. Like I'm, yeah. I think more on the side of I like him as a bad. I I want to hear what he says. So like lose the mask. I know he's repairing. It's like everyone watched him kill him. Like how do you? I don't know. Unless he sacrifices himself, kills Palpatine. Okay, there you go. Get out of here. If they both go, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay, you want to sacrifice? There's your kind of going to be a good guy. Okay, I'll yeah. accept that. And I I wouldn't. But mind you got to die. You can't survive. <clears throat> I wouldn't mind that. Like halfway through the movie. And then the rest of it is t- tying off the Ray storyline because if yeah. this is the last we're going to get of her, yeah. I-, I don't know. Maybe it's yeah, not. Do we don't but know. like the the Game of Thrones, uh, Weiss and Benioff yeah. guys, they are doing their own trilogy. There are rumors that that's going to be Knights of the Old Republic. So we're not going to get these I characters. Mean, I'll tell you what. I want to see you know the Game of Thrones guys trilogy before I want to see Ryan Johnson's. Johnson's. And we don't know what Ryan Johnson's is going to be. Like could it be centered around Poe? Like a lot of people. And then I, th- I think Sean's on this too that he believes that Poe Dameron is going to have a huge kind of plot in this film and kind of and I think he, he needs to because he yeah. he was quiet in eight yeah like he didn't like eight to me was just filler I think it's probably why JJ didn't want to do it like ah, no, I don't want this this is going to suck I'll the, wait till nine and make a redemption yeah the best part for me about this whole news is I knew how excited Sean Carcitti our resident Star Wars yeah. expert would be and I knew that uh he would have some things to say so I shot him a text message I said oh my god it looks so good he's like really you don't you don't really – that surprises me that you think that. Yeah. I was like, why? Why does that surprise you? He's like, well, you watch a lot of stuff. You know, I'm surprised that you think that this is good. Oh, hell yeah, I think this is good. I think this trailer has immediately, for all the times I've said Star Wars fatigue, Star Wars fatigue, I'm done. I'm tired yeah. of it. This is the first time since Seven. December 2015 that I am legitimately excited about a Star Wars project. Yeah. Besides hearing the news of the Game of Thrones dudes doing their own trilogy, but we don't know what that looks like yet. This is super exciting. So I said, Sean, hey, send me a text. Give me your thoughts on the trailer. I am expecting a novel, but send me a text. I'll read it on the air. So he said, no problem. At exactly, what was it, 2 o'clock this morning? At 12.20, so not that bad. At 12.20 a.m., I got an email with an attachment. Sean sent us a five-minute clip of his thoughts. So we're going to play that for you right now, Sam. Before I do that, do you have any final thoughts on this teaser trailer or episode nine or anything like that? Oh, I, I just I think it looks great. I think I haven't heard any anything bad about it. And I've been all over Twitter, Instagram, you know, Facebook, see everyone post positive. I thought the trailer looked great. Yeah, I mean, me for me to say that the trailer was better than episode eight's movie, that's saying a lot. Yeah. So they have my money. So we're going to be back in a couple of minutes here. We're going to... Let you listen to the smooth stylings, and and it's very well edited. I'll say that uh, to MRC Tech, our resident Star Wars expert, Sean Carcitti, with a couple minutes of his thoughts on the episode nine news. Sean, take it away. Well, hello there, Sean from MRC Tech, reporting on the episode nine teaser trailer for We Podcast and We Know Things, hosted by the famous Greg and Sam. Here are a couple of my notes, guys. Bear with me for a few minutes. First and foremost, doing this at 11.15 at night, and the video already has 8.5 million views. The title is The Rise of Skywalker, so let's talk about that first. One, it points to Ben Solo. Ben Demption, that's a thing on Twitter. Two, it points to Ray. Maybe the parentage is changing. Maybe it will be retconned. Three, 
It points to Ghost Anakin, Ghost Luke, Ghost Leia. Maybe taking down some evil Emperor? We don't know. We'll find out. A thousand generations live in you now. But this is your fight. The voiceover is Luke. A thousand generations is within you. This is your fight. Is the Rise of Skywalker a singular noun? Or is it just the family name? First, the trailer opens up and we have a focus on Rey. The lightsaber is fixed. Does she fix it? Does she get help fixing it? They're on a desert planet. Kylo Ren or Ben Solo flying towards her. Is this a training exercise though? Is she testing herself and her powers? Is she unlocking her potential? Or is this just a vision? She does some crazy force flip and that's pretty rad. The music at this point is super dramatic, but it does have tones pointing back to Leia. Kylo Ren is then shown dropping people left and right. The First Order is on attack. This should be happening. But he's fixing his mask. What does that mean? Finn and Poe shown on the desert planet. Are they looking for Rey? Are they scouting for Rey? We don't know. BB-8 and his new friend Dio is shown. Pretty cool design on that little robot. <laughs> Lando and Chewie is next shown and Lando is back exactly where he belongs. Fun fact, the Millennium Falcon, if you look closely, has the regular satellite dish, the round dish, not the rectangle dish, so I wonder when that happens in the movie. Next, a chase scene in the desert. Again, the desert planet appears to be a focal point in this trailer. There are some jetpack troopers, which is a pretty cool touch and a little homage to uh, Rebels and Clone Wars and all that fun stuff. The next imagery we get is a medal, a gold medal, which is from Yavin. The Battle of Yavin with the original Death Star. The three medals that were given out were to Han, Chewie, and Luke. I believe that this is Han's medal, and Leia finds it on the Falcon. We'll always be with you. No one's ever really gone. More voiceover. We will always be with you. No one is ever really gone. Ray hugs Leia. It's from old footage, probably from The Force Awakens or The Last Jedi. They are superimposing this stuff. It's really interesting. We have a nice wide shot of Chewie, BB-8, Dio, Rey, Poe, and Finn. But where is R2-D2? Is he dead? I guess we'll find out. What is in the sea? The final shot. A giant, giant structure. Is it the Death Star 2? It points to that. Because the trailer ends with Palpatine's laugh, the title, no one is ever really gone. <laughs> the rise of Skywalker. Ominous music, and it ends.
I couldn't be more excited about it. I can't wait to hear your thoughts and give you more analysis the next time we talk. This is Sean from MRC Tech. Take care. So he hated it. It's safe to say he liked it. <laughs> yeah. It's safe to say he liked it, which is that's great to yeah. hear. Yeah. I, I think Sean. I, mean, I didn't think that there was going to be any way that he could like it. I mean, he, I think he defended episode eight. So uh, and, I have nothing more. To and add. Solo and Rogue One. He loved Rogue One. Which you know, they were okay. I like, hated Rogue One. It was okay. It's my least they all, I mean, yeah, maybe we might not need to see it. Yeah. But it's like, okay, they sacrifice himself, everyone dies. Okay. It was just a more <laughs> tragic end for Disney than we're used to. I just want him to show me the end. Like, I don't need the first hour and a half. Okay, for Sean, real quick. What Out of what? Solo, Rogue One, and Episode Eight. how do you rank it? One, two, and three. Best pe- you know, best one, worst three. I What's your he, ranking? I think he would go... Eight rogues solo. That's what I think. Okay, so either I, that or rogue eight solo. I go rogue solo eight. I go I go eight solo rogue. Wow, that Wait, doesn't mean eight was good though, because they would be at the bottom of my total list. Damn. So I mean, it's even just, the prequels. That's just like the best. <laughs> I, I, episode one probably the worst. Three not so bad. But dude, the the one it has Darth Maul. Yeah. So it has that one redeeming positive thing. redeeming thing. So it's like you know I think episode eight is bottom and then. Then yeah, but Solo has Darth Maul. But that's why it's not. It's not Solo's not gonna be on the bottom. It'll probably yeah. be like mid. But he's like at the end. So Darth Maul. If so fact, Man, got Darth Maul. I, I, I oh we God. need like a, a, a an just a old Darth ass Darth Maul. Oh my God, I would in. love that. I would love that so much. So anyway, we're gonna move off Star Wars and into uh, the company that owns them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I paid four billion dollars for them. Yeah. Late, late, late Thursday night. We got some crazy news that we've been speculating on as a matter of fact sam and i had just texted about this what tuesday we were speculating price points on disney plus saying if it's under 10 bucks they got my money and then all of a sudden on thursday night they announced that on november 12th disney plus is gonna drop this year in the united states within the next year after that it's gonna be released in like 100 countries or something crazy like that but we're gonna get it on november 12th 2019 for seven dollars a month the price point of the dc universe yeah which was smart why not seven dollars that is same price as dc you're under netflix i believe they're under hulu because i think hulu's eight hulu's 13 for the big one for the big one without without (laughs) commercials so basically right there i said damn it there's another service i'm gonna be paying for seven bucks but they also give the option of 70 dollars for the year which to me is an easy no-brainer Got to do seventy because then you're saving yourself fourteen bucks over the life of the year, and we're gonna have it. It's not like I'm gonna only have this service yeah. for. I mean, for a couple I, I, months. I could, I could see people doing seventy out. You save, you get two months for free. Why the hell wouldn't you? Yeah, if I, you I have, if you have seventy bucks, if you up have front, it to spare, do it. If not, seven bucks a month ain't gonna kill you. Yeah, plus tax, and if the tax every yeah, month, it'll, it'll be eight something. It'll be eight. I'm something. over that. Yeah. Give me the seventy dollars. I'm all in. Um, because again, we're going to have this because of the first year roadmap of what this service looks like. And Sam and I put together a top three today. That's going to be our top three, uh, announcements or shows that are coming to the service, which is insane. They already have 25 plus original shows planned. Now we're not talking like Disney movies that already exist. We're not going to say end game. Uh, and, because, and, and my three, not all of them are available at launch. Yeah, I you think know, only one of mine only are. One is, yeah. So what we're gonna we do is we're gonna go through, uh, we're gonna go through all the announcements that happened, yeah. and then we'll hit you with our top three at the end of it. That way, we're not like giving you our top three and like, what the hell was that? Yeah, yeah. We'll kind of talk through uh, the announcements now. But before we do that, it was a rumor. Uh, it, 
I haven't seen it on more than two sites yet. I like to get my like multiple sources before I like break something. But I did see a rumor because IGN had um, a picture on their site of Star Wars and Game of Thrones and stuff coming through a Nintendo Switch. I, I think that like HBO Go and Disney Plus are going to come. Well, HBO Go is already on consoles, so yeah. HBO Go to, to Switch. But Disney Plus, I think, is going to be coming to consoles, which is a huge win because yeah. you don't have to watch them on your computer or your iPad. That's what I need DC Universe to do. Bad. I would love to watch that from my PlayStation. That yeah. would be great. If I could watch Doom Patrol on my on my TV. I mean, my, you know, my computer screen is 24 inches, so it's not like I'm on a right. small screen. And you're but close to it, so yeah. it looks even better. I mean, I would but I'd rather watch it on the 50. Sure. You know I, I've exclusively watched DC stuff on my yeah. iPad, so I could use a nice little... Yeah. A nice big screen there. Uh, but anyway, rumored to come to consoles for Disney Plus, which would be awesome because, again, Who you get all the stuff on your, yeah, on your exactly. console. And if you can get it on Switch, too, that's just another neat thing. I won't use it because I have an iPad. Yeah, Why wouldn't I? Would it was a freaking eight-inch screen yeah, for. ruin my battery. Yeah, but just a cool thing that that could be coming to consoles. It makes sense. But Disney Plus is rumored. There's a bunch of confirmed that we'll get into, but this will start off with the rumor. Rumored to be developing a Hawkeye series where Clint will most likely be passing the torch to Kate Bishop. And that's the what you see in Endgame, the one trailer. You see him training someone. Right. We don't and know if it's, it's his it's, daughter it's, it's, or if it's Kate Bishop. It's rumored that – I heard both. I heard it's Kate yeah. Bishop and it's his daughter. Like either or, yeah. I, it don't matter to me. Yeah. I'd be okay with either or. But now we're getting a st- – I would say what? Half of the first season is probably Clint and then – it slowly kind of drifts to Kate Bishop as the main character because oh, probably training all that kind of stuff. Plus, Hawkeye's the missions. Name. Hawkeye's the name. Hawkeye will yeah. get you to click on the show yeah. to watch it, and then as and, they and I like Jeremy Renner, so yeah. no matter what, like again, they said like what I needed some show. I just didn't want to have one show. Like yeah, we know like there was a, the Mandalorian. We already knew that was coming out. Then this kind of trickled out. Then they started announcing a few more, and then it was seven dollars. It's like god damn it, it's a must buy service yeah. at this point. Like there's no chance. There's like, no. I'm, I'm butthurt. <laughs> there's too many shows to watch to keep up. Besides Netflix and Hulu, this could be the biggest subscription service out there. Maybe HBO Go, but like Disney Plus. Do you Plus watch Netflix? Is going to take a hit. Yeah, and- their stock got yeah. crushed the day that the yeah. day, Friday morning. They woke up in a panic because their stock got crushed. Well, they better watch because if you know when Peaky Blinders goes and a couple like you know the only shows that I'm really there for, I'll save that fourteen dollars a month. If you can afford it, pick up a couple shares of Netflix stock because they're going to be on the rise up. They're going to come out with some crazy shit. They have to. They know that they have to make some Them moves. fucking canceling the Marvel stuff as early as they did and then the Disney Plus news, that really was yeah. a tag team up the shoot, yeah, poop shoot. Was. And I think they're going to drop something crazy. Like you saw the Umbrella Academy. They have the um, still ability. Show. I still don't start. They have that. the ability to make really good content from a superhero perspective, like original content that's not Marvel or DC. They're going to come out with some shit that's going to gain their viewership back, and their stock will slowly start to rise again. Because so, so if you can afford some shares, yeah. I know their shares are ridiculously expensive, but if so, facto, just buy a couple. They're on the rise. Uh, anyway, so we got a name officially for the. Um, Scarlet Witch Vision series. It's called WandaVision, which is a little disappointing. Yeah, that's this will be honestly, probably my least most anti- least anticipated. Until you said it right now, I didn't know what WandaVision was. I was like, ah, oh, some weird show. Now I'm like, oh wow, it's so obvious and stupid. It's so obvious I, and stupid. Not just obvious. Yeah, I, not just stupid. I just I don't know. I don't like the title at all. But I'm gonna watch it because I like I do like Scarlet Witch and Vision. They just. In the movies, they just they couldn't make him as powerful as he is in the comics because right. they, they couldn't make you. He would be, be too it, strong. Exactly. So I'm interested to see where they go with this. Listen, they, I I think their romance was completely, completely 
shoved down our throats in the movies and done really quickly. Yeah. Like they're just throwing it at us and expecting us to believe that fucking Elizabeth Olsen's sexy we'll get shit a robot. is getting with a fucking magenta Android. robot. And so like I want to see how that blossoms and I want yeah. them to have more time. So I'm looking forward to the series. But when we talk about Hawkeye, when we talk about oh, the it, Loki, it's on the back burner. Yeah, when we talk about Loki, yeah. the Mandalorian yeah. and the other things. That's just not at the front for yeah, me. 100%. But it's totally a watch. Yeah. Um, like- we we also got Winter Soldier and Falcon together getting a series. Yeah, that, I mean, I, I thought both of them had great chemistry. It was in, in um, I mean, you had Winter Soldier, then you had Civil War, where yeah. they're, they're in the car and, and Cap, you know, kisses uh, um, uh, Carter. Yeah, and, and then they're in the car and they just, he looks at them, they're both just smiling at him. Like, I don't know. I and thought, with, we're good. with all of these series, we're getting their recurring character yeah. from Avengers, yeah. uh, the Avengers films. So Sebastian Stan will be back and Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie will be back reprising his role as Falcon, which is all great that they're not recasting this. Yeah. And because I think Sebastian Stan is probably my favorite actor. In the MCU, maybe Tom Holland, uh, but like I'm taking um, down Winter Evans Soldier. Off the, still my favorite film. Yeah, he's he's MCU so film. good, and I love the Winter Soldier. So this one's really cool for me. We also have, from a Star Wars perspective, Alan Tudyk will be back as K2SO in a Cassian Andor series. So it's kind of like uh, it's not like well, I have a I have a little. He thing said I have a story. On I it. have a thing on it. So let me just pick it up. I have so many things. So I'm like going all over the place trying to find it. Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy has confirmed that Alan Tudyk will be back as K2SO in the Cassian Andor live action Star Wars series. Lucasfilm announced today, blah, 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 blah. Tudyk both voiced and performed motion capture for K2SO in Rogue One. And he will return for this prequel series that will, quote, Focus on the adventures of the rebel spy Cassian Andor during the formative years of the Rebellion and prior to the events of Rogue One. So Cassian Andor's live okay. action series will be prior to Rogue One. So I guess it's it's well, between hope, Rogue One and Episode 3. I hope you're not getting Star Wars fatigue, my friend, because there's a boatload of shit coming. Star Wars film fatigue. Yeah. Okay. TV fatigue is different because it's a different saga. It's yeah. not the Skywalker different saga. Characters. Different characters. Different uh, timelines. And different stories to be told. Yeah. I like the Star Wars universe, but the films are just a little wearing on me a little well, bit. Well, I blame eight. Well, we're going to – and and, oh, so you, you and like Solo and yeah. Rogue One and just annual releases of anything is going to really get you fatigued at a certain point. Unless that's you're a Marvel movie, then never. But that's why I – well, they're all different films. So I, I, I guess so. What? So are the side stories. I have the shit's Star the same shit. I – well, yeah, the the. The, the Marvel plot, formula. The plot, yeah. yeah. Um, like that's why I'm praying that the Pokemon universe doesn't do annual. Like. Give it some time. Give it give it a rest. We actually have a story in the movie section about the future of Star Wars films, which is really exciting uh, that they're going to take um, this route. Yeah. So anyway, so that's the Cassian Andor prequel series to Rogue One. Monsters at Work has also been announced for Disney Plus in 2020, which is a Monsters, Inc. live uh, – not live action. That would be weird. A Monsters, Inc. animated series with Billy Crystal and John Goodman reprising their roles. And that's kind of, kind of came out of nowhere for me. I mean, I, I love both the films they released prior. I thought they were funny. I, I love Billy Crystal and John Goodman. Who doesn't love John Goodman? Yeah. 2020. All right. I'm in no rush for it, but it, it's great to hear that there's another show coming. We also know the fate of The Simpsons. The Simpsons will have exclusive streaming to Disney+. Plus. You can get all 30 seasons exclusive. Day one. Exclusive. To Disney Plus, so that's really good. I feel bad for all the people that collected all the DVDs. All, it's like, ah, oh, shit. You do it for Family Guy, and they're all yeah, on Netflix. But, yeah. So like do you feel? If so, facto, do you feel bad for yourself? 
Not at all. Oh, fair enough. Uh, where is this? There it is. I think this is it. Uh, yes. Okay. So here is all kind of like a recap of what we were just talking about. This is per IGN, uh, their article. The streaming service will launch with content from Disney, Pixar, Marvel's, Star Wars, and National Geographic, which... Uh, is owned by Disney, yep. obviously. Um, the Mandalorian has been announced that that will release with the service day one. So that's cool. Some launch content. We're going to get a Toy Story short series called Forky Asks a Question. Um, I don't think yeah, Forky's I, necessarily it's, it's engaging as a character. Completely skip that Toy one. Toy Story 4. We're going to get a live action Lady and the Tramp. Skipping theaters going right to Disney+. Plus. I mean, I... I can see that for a lot of these Disney As a Disney kid, remakes. I always loved Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. I don't know why. I just always loved it. These Disney remakes, though, are like... There's a lot of them. Oh, and we'll, so and we'll I can be see talking on one later, which yeah. looked amazing. I can see a lot of them um, coming to Disney Plus, like the smaller... They got all the money. Yeah, they sure do. You can do whatever they want. The World According to Jeff Goldblum, which is going to be a docu-series. In addition to original, uh, original programming, Disney Plus will be the home to Captain Marvel, the entire Disney collection, most Pixar films, all Pixar shorts, most Star Wars films... Disney live-action movies such as Alice in Wonderland and Mary Poppins, 250 hours plus of National Geographic content, and Disney Channel TV series and original films, plus The Simpsons and so much more. All of that already announced. For $7 a month. In its Worth first it. year and beyond, Disney Plus will add Frozen 2 and a documentary on the making of the film, a Toy Story Bo Peep short, oh. WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, Loki, um... The prequel to Rogue One with Cass and Andor, and High School Musical, the musical, the series. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so now that we know all the content, plus more, they said. So now we know a lot of the content coming to Disney+. Plus. We're going to do our top three pieces of original content coming to Disney+. Plus. My number three, like you said, at launch is The Mandalorian. I mean... It's going to be eight episodes, November 12th. I, I watched John Favreau talk about it. He said it's a thrilling spy series in a Star Wars universe. That's cool. That takes place after 1983's Return of the Jedi. That's really cool. So I was like, okay, you have my money. So just the star Pedro Pascal, Nick Nolte, Carl Weathers, Gina Carino, the old um, uh, UFC fighter, not turned act- actress. I'm like, yeah, that would be really cool. That was probably my number four. Um, but it did not make my list. My number three is The World According to Jeff Goldblum. Uh, I love, I love document uh, documentaries. Yeah. And this is a docu-series about the perspective of the world and different places in the world, all told by Jeff Goldblum. Um, but, but, but Jeff Goldblum, uh, I'm in. I mean, it, it's like, okay. Like, I, mean, I don't know if I'll ever see it. I got to I gotta throw National Geographic some love. I, mean, I fucking I'll, grew up I'll on that love, shit. I'll watch that all, all day. Even the yeah. Netflix series that dropped when they're yeah. showing, like, you saw, like, the horrifics of the... Um, the icebergs, everything melting, walruses are falling off cliffs. Like it was horrifying, but like Netflix got backlash for showing it. But it's like this is the world. Yeah, stop being so G-rated. Like you guys, stop. You know, whatever. But regardless, I think the point they're trying to make though is people are filming it instead of helping. No, but but, but it's, it's not like they're can't. but yeah. they're all crying and yeah. like, dude, it was it was like it showed hard rather than just filming for entertainment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it showed like we have to do something about this. Yeah, you know. So number two, I went with Loki. It's I think it was year two. It should be available. Tom Hiddleston returning. Um, I assume it's going to be after Endgame, unless they do some type of could be in between Thor and Thor. Like it could be like Thor I, I, on to, Dark World. But or, for coming in two years 
later, like two more years, like 2020, 2021, mm-hmm. I think it has to be after Endgame. And I, I love Hiddleston in this role. I think he's great. He plays Loki, Loki to a T. Yeah. Like, um, it's That's probably my number four, Mandalorian. Probably number five off my list as well because number two – I'm thinking it's your number one, Winter Soldier and Falcon. 100%. Yeah, that that to me is going to be In year excellent. one of launch. Yeah, excellent, excellent, excellent. We're getting it pretty quick after the network uh, releases. We're getting Sebastian Stan. We're getting Anthony Mackie. We're getting more. I think it's going to be a buddy cop. Yeah, they, they have good chemistry. They could do it. Because Winter funny. Soldier, I think we're going to be established. He's going to be a good guy yeah. for this. Um, a face, if you will. And I think that a buddy cop in the Avengers universe could be funny yeah. as shit. I'm looking for some comedy out of this series. I think Anthony, be- Anthony Mack yeah. will bring that. And I think, you know, Winter Soldier now, he's just kind of established himself. And I think that he's over his mind control stuff that they had, that the Russians had on him. So the Germans. Germans, when I say yeah. Russians. And he's alive, too. That German guy who mind fucked him, he's still alive. They showed him at the end of, I think, Civil War, like on top of a mountain. So, like, Maybe that he'll reprise his role as well and get some Hydra up in this bitch. But I'm looking. I think this show is going to deliver in yeah. a big way. And that's you. So that's your number one. Yep. My number one is actually something we haven't talked about yet today. We did break it when the news released, uh, like three weeks ago, maybe. But just because of the possibilities and just because of the, um, they can really do whatever the fuck they want for this show. I cannot wait for the What If series. Uh, I'm looking forward to Marvel storylines in a different, told a different way. What if Spider-Man was in, I don't know. Punisher. But yeah. What if something like, comic. like, yeah, there you go. I mean, they have a yeah. whole comic series to go off of, so they could easily do that. But I'm looking for some maybe more original yeah, so stuff. Something different out of yeah. left field. Yeah, yeah. That fans can't predict the end yeah. of already or just want to see off the pages onto a screen. I want new what if stories. And that's the thing about what if you could take it wherever you want. It's got almost an infinite shelf life. Now that, that can be pretty bad because it can get pretty shitty um, and predictable at that point. If you just keep doing it. Uh, it, it can get old. So I'm looking forward to seeing how far they stretch it. Yeah. But for me, man, the wonder of that Marvel formula you talked about earlier is thrown out the window. That is exciting for yeah, me. We, we need, I think we need something new rather than just keep throwing the same form lattice. Like, right. come on. And, I don't know. Give me something new. And that's why I'm looking forward to yeah. what if. it's totally. Right. It could like be that. different characters in a different, uh, different set. But we, the time has arrived. Our Game of Thrones Season 8 predictions. I have... A lot of questions that I came up with that I posed to you for you to think about. And then I have our death predictions as well. So I'm, I have a list of characters I'm just going to say to you. Yeah. And you tell me if they live or die. Um, I'll join in, in that fun as well. Now, I still don't believe it. But you and I have had this debate twice now on the podcast. The uh, George R. R. Martin was on Jimmy Fallon yep. recently and said that the books are still on the way. Two more. He has two left to finish this series. I will not believe it. At this point, he's waiting for season eight to be done. That way people don't read the books and get that and then have to kind of watch this and it's a completely different ending. Totally waiting for season eight to be done and kind of in the past. I still just – I don't see these books happening. I just don't. There's such a high demand that I feel like he he has to. I think, I think the, the next release is already done. I think they're just going to wait till the series is done. It dies down. Then boom, book comes out. Right in time for the prequel. Boom. Everyone's going to run. To, oh, what's different from the series? Mm-hmm. And then get build up, build up another year or two for the next one. I still think they're going to wait until George goes and uh, then release whatever he had yeah. as like a memoir. Here's the story. Or I don't know. You could always get someone to finish it, it if, he, if he didn't finish. 
That's like tough. That's the tough part. That's why I'm like, okay, bringing David Benioff, <laughs> finish it up. That's why I'm, I'm. I do think like my theory could be a stretch because if he does go and is unfinished, man, that's gonna that's gonna chap a lot of asses. Yeah, I mean, I, I like, I, it's just a matter of time. He's just taking his time. He's, he's planning it right, marketing. You know, his team probably said, wait for the game to be over. Don't rush these books out. Game of Thrones starts Sunday night, which is. For those listening, quick, either tomorrow night or tonight, depending on, on when you're listening to this. Could have been last night. Who knows? Uh, Monday is a big download day for us, too. But Season 8 predictions. This is for the whole season. We're not going to go episode by episode, all six episodes broken down. We know the times. We know that there's going to be some big battles. We know Winterfell is going to get hecked up. Yep. Um, but I have a bunch of questions that I'm going to pose to Sam. I'm going to try and keep these short because I'm sure that Sam and I could do a bonus yeah, episode yeah. of just predictions and debate all of these questions. But, again... We're going to just kind of go through yeah. each question and just have a lot of fun with this because this is probably the, what I'm looking forward to the most um, probably ever yeah. is Game of Thrones Season 8 predictions. Build up two years. Sam, I'm going to ask you these questions and we'll have some fun. True. Will the Night King turn all of the dead Starks in the tombs below Winterfell I know, into lights? I, I, I thought that. Because like, was, I was like, oh, God. Cause you, know, you always see shit online. It's just to see Eddard again. I kind of want it to happen mm-hmm. just to see everyone again. Well, it'll be a headless Eddard. Well, I'd imagine that. that yeah, I'm sure it'll, you know, you want to, I think you, if you're going to do it, you want to bring Sean Bean back rather than just kind of well, have some well, CGI. I think his head was on a pike. So that's, I don't know if they're going to be able to get that one down off that yeah. pike. I'm pretty sure because Arya or Sansa looks at it. I know, 100%. Yeah, 100%. I remember it on a pike. But again, they could have got it, threw it in his crypt or whatever the hell he was at. I mean, yeah. I, I like the idea. I would love for it to happen. Will we see it? That's the know. question. I don't know. That's the question. I need it. You're not going to fake I'll, me. I'll say yeah because I want to see. I just want to see Sean Bean. I, I also believe we're going to get it except obviously not the ones that have been cremated. So if you're cremated and you're burnt, you can't oh, you're come done. back. But yeah. Uh, yeah, for those who have not been cremated, yes, I yeah, do. Yeah, because he's in the pits and he, he didn't burn. So as long as they grabbed his head off the pike and threw it in his Well, his I, think, I think like – I think in the trailer you see Varys down there in the tombs like hiding – I think there's going to be people down there hiding, and I think then that's when they're going to ra- raise when there's people down there hiding, and all those people are dead. And then you're going to have to see kind of Jon Snow have to kill all them guys and family. It's, 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 and it could be a very deep episode. That's what I'm saying. Then they got to kill family. Yeah. That's tough. So that's why I think they're going to rip your heart out, and that's going to be in like episode two or Bring three. Bring back Rob Stark. Oh, it could be really good. It could be really, really yeah. good. Uh, I think that all the people in the Red Wedding were burnt outside of the thing though i'm almost i'm not 100 percent on that so somebody help us out with that one next question will Jon snow learn that daenerys is his aunt yes 100 percent. i truly believe that yeah me too because sam basically figured it out yeah i don't think it's sam that tells him i think there's a character we've only seen once on screen in the entire series that's going to make a big presence in season eight and he's going to be the one that tells him i think that's hal and reed hal and reed was with uh ed well, Ned, I'm sorry, I don't know why I called him Ed, was with Ned when he went and picked up Jon Snow. The ba- Remember that season yeah, yeah, six yeah, flashback yeah. when he goes into the room and she's dying and yeah. she gives birth and he picks up Jon Snow? And that's where you learn the lineage? Or you think I you can do? see that. The guy uh, that was him with or him. Him or Sam. Yeah, the guy that was with him was Hal and Reed. I think just like Benjen coming back, even though that was kind of stupid, Hal and Reed's still alive. You only see him, I think, three times in the whole show. Benjen? Yeah. yeah, and you only see Hal and once, and that that's the only time. Yeah. He's mentioned a shit ton. So I think he's going to come back to, for the battle. I can see that. And he's going to make the... I can see that. He's going to tell. Uh, will Daenerys become the Mad Queen? I hope not. I don't understand. I, don't, I just don't want to see her go down that, that that path. I can see possibly 
if her and Jon Snow kind of bump uglies again. Well, they do it and they have a child. I can yeah. see their child if they one of the series they do is like his rule or his or hers rule. I can see him or her going nuts. Mm-hmm. Just kind of, you know. Yeah. There are speculations that Daenerys will die in this. Yeah. Uh, I, I, dude, I, I, I saw him and I'm heartbroken. Yeah. But. I, I believe she will not become the Mad Queen. So Sam and I agree yeah. so far three for three. Uh, I, I think that, well, we'll get into the yeah. rest of it. Does John or Tyrion become the other dragon rider? John. Agree. Yeah. yeah I think that. John, sh- John and Daenerys flying. Together. Like, I think that yeah. this show. John will be on Drogon, and then you know she'll be on the other one. I think this show has done a great job of like, um, what's the one I'm looking for? Taking us one way and then giving us yeah, another, swerving us. I think they've done a good job of that, but I think this is too obvious. I don't think Tyrion wants it. No, I think Tyrion wants to be the hand. His, his dragon part was when he went into the dungeons and he unlocked them too. Yeah, yeah. That was his dragon moment, and he's right. like, and he even said, "I'm done." He's like, I think he even says, if I ever do something like that again, punch me or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, he, there are speculations that he's a Targaryen because the guy T- Tywin had, he said, says, you're no, you're no son, son of mine. Of mine. Yeah, and, I, and I believe that. So he could be a Targaryen too, but I don't think he wants to be that. He's not a battle guy, except for in Blackwater in season two. And he goes, like it, there are men with ships. Let's kill them. <laughs> he, he had his, his moments. I think now yeah. he's more just kind of the hand of the queen. I think that's what he wants to yeah. be. That smart, yeah. strategic, that's, that's tactical who he is. guy. Yeah. So, yeah, we think John. Oh, man, this one kills me. I'm wiping the tear. Who will kill the Night King? Who says the Night King's even dead? I'm sure that's yours because you want the Night King to win. So I think you would say no one. If I want someone to kill the Night King... There has to be the it does it have to be the obvious answer based off of um, that the previous battle that they had in season five. I would love I would you know what I want to swerve and I would love for it to be Bran, the okay. third eyed raven. Okay. I would love for him to kind of realize everything is now he's like he don't have emotions no more. Yeah. Like you know you saw that one chick's like oh, I'm leaving. All right later. Yeah that was he was just sitting there yeah, under the he, tree. He's heartless the now. So I think he's going yeah. to just use all his powers and sacrifice himself to help Danny and. John. John kind of finished this war, and I think he's going to have a big pivotal role to take down the Night King. Just like the dragon, I think they're going to go the obvious route here. I think John is going to get the, the blow. I mean, that, that's where I wanted to blow. say, but I wanted to swerve. Yeah, my uh, dark horse pick is Samwell. Yeah. He killed a White Walker before, and he's a maester. He knows how to do it. I, I, but there's so many people now that have yeah. weapons to kill. Shit, it could be goddamn. What's her name? Gilly. Arya? Gilly or Arya would be the one I'm thinking. Just that little dagger. She's just... Yeah, needle. Maybe she dresses up as the Night King. Two Night Kings are staring at each other and they go at it. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know the faceless men could do that. Uh, yo! Just just remember that when the the white or when the Night King gets killed, everybody Everyone dies. Everyone dies, yeah. So, like, they're not going to kill him early. Like they. If, if he dies, it's not going to be till the last episode. Yeah. That's almost an hour and a half long or the second to last yeah. and then they tie the loose ends because there could be a storyline so much stuff to there, get there could be a storyline where they kill him in episode five and episode six is a civil war with cersei like that's not over yeah, yet and they focus be. on that uh, at the end so yeah we both well my actual answer to this question was john but i want the night king to win i know so I know. there's that out of these three characters who will have the biggest role to the final plot point, to the big arc of the season. Who has the biggest role this season? Gendry, Melisandre the Red Woman, or Samwell? I I, I was going to say Gendry, 
But I, you said he came Sam, back for a reason. No, he did. And this, but the same thing. Sam has been gone away for a while, and yeah. he's going to play a big role. Me too. I think he, he stole has the his father's role. sword. That could kill anybody. I and that he, sword is going to come in handy. I, he plays. He's one of my favorite characters yeah. in the show. Yeah, so he, I, agree. I think he's going to play a really pivotal role. I think Gendry probably dies. Yeah, we'll get to those death yeah. predictions in a minute. <clears throat> is Ned Stark still alive? See, people said that, but it's like... Was head... it a faceless man who took the beheading for him and Ned Stark is still alive? It's still it, chained up. It, but it... I don't know. It just sucks, though. It would be it would be a kick in the ass to a lot of the longtime fans. You're that would absolutely suck. right. That would, like... It would make the me. It would make the, dra- the drama of the moment kind of dissipate. Like, you, there was no inkling that he's still alive. Totally. There's no... Agree. All you have is the faceless man. I, I would say I hope not because... I don't know. It's just the way it was. Just because I re like I rewatched that episode to watch him, his face when he says off with his head, like everything. Were there was little too, context clues? Yeah, right. It was just I don't know. I think he's dead. Uh, me too. So yeah, I also agree. I'm not going to come up with some debate yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, it's fun to think about, but it would piss me off if it happened. Yeah, because for eight, seven seasons, we're Close like back, your whole family's dead. dude. The whole point of Game of Thrones is anyone can die at any time. He has two daughters left. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, and Brand, if you count right, count him. Yeah. <laughs> he's half there. Um, who kills Cersei? Like I said before, only two people have the right to kill her. Yeah, two people. It's Arya and Jaime. Yeah, because she, she was she was on Arya's list. Yep. And I think if I had to only pick one, mm-hmm. I say it's Jaime. She is with child again exactly. with Jaime's kid. But remember, the, the witch said that she's only going to have three kids. They're <laughs> all going to die in her time. Yep. She's going to die before she gives birth, and I think it's going to be Jamie. Now, would you? Here's two scenarios. This is what I think is going to happen. Some you're going to have the Clegane battle. Yeah. So her bodyguard's going to be fighting him. Then Jamie comes in and then finishes her. That's a good one. I can totally see that happening. So uh, you're going to get like a two for one battle. Yeah. I don't even know how much. Well, I, it could be a good battle because he only has his left. Yeah. Uh, I can see that. I, there are two schools of thought out there too. That one, Cersei lives. Yeah, at the end of this whole thing, it, she is on the throne, ru- ruling just King's Landing again, and it's like the Seven Kingdoms again. And Winterfell has a ruler, and or, she she, or she's the only one that survives, and everyone else is dead. Yeah, and she's happy about that. She would love that yeah, shit. I can see that. Um, and then the other school of thought for me is Arya gets the kill, but wearing Jamie's face, so it yeah. looks like Jamie kills Which, her. And I'd be right because okay, cool. The two that I wanted are in that shot. So yeah. I'm good. And that I think is yeah. also Ashley's prediction yeah. as well. I went through this with her yesterday. We had a lot of fun in the. Doctors. And that would be awesome. We were in the waiting room for Helena's pediatrician. I was like, "Do you think uh-huh. I was gonna get?" I went through the whole list. And even, even the best of just Arya, you know, to get back on Walter Frey to feed of his kids and oh, then yeah. to kill him. Oh, it was just beautiful tragedy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, cool. So one, two, three more questions, and then we'll get into some predictions of who lives and who does not. Um, I, I know your answer to this one. Will we see a Clegane Bowl? Yeah, you have to. They, they built it up too much. I mean, do, do I have to? We'll meet it. We'll have our moment or something like that. It's, okay. He literally says it to him. He foreshadows it. It's, You're right. It's happening. Um, I, I said absolutely, but I think they mortally wound each other. I think both of them are going to be so they effed up down. from that battle they that they down. both go down. Who else what? is going to kill the Hound? It's got like the Hound's not going to live. Maybe maybe Arya finally puts him out of his misery after he beats his older brother and he's in pain, and she's like, "All right." Oh man, I just felt that right? when you stabbed. You know, I just oh. felt a little tingle. That, they're not, in my I would chest. like that. They have like they have like a love hate thing now yeah, exactly. after that whole uh, but after, journey. They you went know, on. maybe the big guy's going to kill her, about to kill. Her. He comes, but oh, they fight to the death, and then she, or maybe kind of he. 
He saves her and dies. Yeah, I, I, I think they could give each other the mortal blow. Two more. Who is most likely to come back as a white? The dire wolves or Hodor? You heard my theory that I will cry tears of tears if Hodor comes back as a white. I think they just ripped him apart. I think so, Hodor. Too. So I would say the wolves. Yeah. But he could come back all fucked but up. Just chunks. But again, even hit. like when um, I think it was Arya's wolf. Lady. She died. Per- no, 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 not her because she's still alive. She's no, Lady was Sansa's. Yeah. Someone went, the Hoder, one sacrificed, the wolf sacrificed himself in that cave because yeah. I, I did the rewatch of every, everything crammed in one. That wolf dies. Rob Stark dies. He's, he's chained up and they shoot him with arrows. Yep. So his whole body could come back. I, I have to go to wolves. Yeah. Have to go I'm going to go Hodor and then I cry about it just because I came up with that theory and I'm sticking with it because I would love to be right about that. But uh, I didn't come up with it. I'm sure somebody yeah, else did. Yeah. I'm not the only one who thinks that. Yeah. That was that was not taking credit for that. Um, but that's something I thought of without reading any articles or anything. Um, let's see. Last question. And I think yes before okay. you answer. I think absolutely yes on this one. Okay. Does a dragon melt the Iron Throne so nobody sits on it at the end? Now, again, I want the White Walkers to win. I want it to be the Night King on a frozen Iron Throne. But if I have to think what actually happens, I absolutely I know, think. I, I could see that just just seeing all the loss it took for this stupid-ass throne. I could see it. Yeah. Then but, fuck it. Nobody gets it. Boom. Yeah, they, they could, I, I could see a Cersei. If it does happen, it'll be like Cersei doing some dumb shit, blowing up the whole fucking thing or something. Not even yeah. like the dragon. Just, yeah. oh, if I can't get it, no one can. She sacri- Maybe she sacrifices herself. I don't think that whoever rules at the end of this... And if it is Danny, she's not going to want a monarchy. She's not going to want a. She's going to want as much of a democracy as she possibly can. She's not going to want to be, you know, the one ruler, yeah. right? So she's going to say there is. I, I know how badly she wants to sit on the throne. She's made that very yeah. clear in the show before. But I think when this war is so torn and tattered, she looks at it and she says, all, "You know what? All this death, for all this devastation throne. for I, this I throne. Can see that. Let's, you know, we're going to rebuild this thing. Let's do it together. Fucking iron throne. Yeah, That's what I think could yeah, happen. I, 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 I could see that." I'll still say keep it, but just because yeah. you said yeah, so um, I'll do the opposite. Who lives? Okay, so now we got a, I got a whole list of characters, right. and I'm gonna stick to my guns here. And who dies? Yeah. Okay, Cersei. I'm just gonna say dies because I believe Jamie or Arya is gonna kill her. Same, Jamie. He just took such a turn. I went from hating this guy to loving, and him. that's why they're gonna kill him. Because you like them now. Yeah. And they're going to rip your heart yeah, out. Yeah, and I think what he did to Bran and everything. and He's going to pay for it. Yeah. I... Shit. He gone. He gone. You know he gone. I'm going to say. He gone I'm, like a gone. I'm going to say he lives. Wow. Ballsy. I'm going to say he lives. Ballsy. Tyrion. So then he would be the sort of. He could be Lannister. He's not a Lannister. I'm going to say he lives, too. Me, too. Uh, Bran. He's dead. I think he lives. Arya. Lives. Me, too. Although, I could see a world where only one Stark survives. Yeah, that's and, all. And my that other Stark's going to die. that would be Arya. Sansa. Dead. Yep. She's gone early. I think she goes in two or three. I think she dies during the battle of could Winterfell. Be. Could be. Varys. <laughs> if anyone deserves to die, it's Varys. Yeah. Dead. Um... I was, I have lives, but I'm changing it to dies because I just thought of that thing of the tombs underneath 
and then they all rise up and kill everybody, and I think he's down there. So if so facto, if he is down there, which I think he is, per the trailers, um, then no, I don't think he makes it. But so I'm gonna say no. Yeah. Uh dies. Brienne of Tarth. I see her. There's two endings I see. Yeah, her, one her, lives and no, one no. dies. No, no. She ends up with Jamie. Okay. But if one you of you have Jamie living. So, but if that's why I so my heart was if one of them has to die, yeah. it's going to be her sacrificing herself to save She sacrifices herself. To save Arya or Sansa. Yeah. She sacrifices but herself. But if she somehow lives, she ends up with Jamie. If she dies in a normal course of battle, and she just gets killed. Then all of these seasons of her building up to be yeah. some badass warrior is for nothing. Yeah. She has to sacrifice herself because that's the noble way to go. It's the way she would have wanted to go. And if it's for one of the Stark girls, because she swore herself to Catelyn, or she becomes like Arya's king's guard or something, queen's could be guard, Arya's yeah. hand, the queen of the hand of the queen or some shit. If if Arya takes, I mean, the technically, because technically she's with Sansa, right? She's with the Stark girls. The Stark girls, okay. So I can see if one of them has to go with Sansa, then she protects Arya. And then, yeah. but then she's with Jamie. Yeah, a little double dip. Podrick. The I think squire. he's kind of, yeah. I think he's kind of expendable. He he is. If and Brienne I, goes, he goes. And I think that's for because you know she always plays that like f you like kind of. I think he sacrifices himself to save her. Oh my and god! Then and she, then she sacrifices her. No, it's just like a, it's like an endless loop. Episode three is going to be entitled "Sacrifice." Yeah. Uh, so we have no for Podrick. Yeah, I would say, I would say you guys. Yeah, me too. Uh, Davos. I like Davos. Me too. He, it, this one's gonna hurt. Yeah. When he, I think he's gonna die, and it's gonna hurt very bad because him he, and his son die. He's my man. All right, and, and his son is and his son uh, Gendry. G- uh, Gendry. Gendry. Is that his son? Gendry is uh Robert Baratheon. Oh, it's Baratheons. That's right. It was his bastard son. Yeah. Davos, I, I, I can see Davos dying af- after the little girl, after Stannis's daughter taught oh, him that, how to that, read, yeah, that and then she me. got that burned. Killed me. That killed me. that. That made you love Davos. Yeah. He's on Jon Snow's side. Jon Snow trusts him. Jon Snow's got to lose down. someone. He's got to go down. And it's going to be a crushing yep. one. I think that one's going to hurt a lot of yep. fans. That one's the Glenn. Yeah. Like the yeah. great yeah. side yeah. character. Uh, Samwell. I, I say he lives. Yeah, me too. He lives. He has a huge piece he, in the season. I think he's like, you think he's going to die, but he survives. Yeah, because he's the fat, yeah. unathletic, yeah. and he totally swerves us all. Yeah. I think he's got a huge part yeah. in the series. His wife, Gilly, or I guess their girlfriend. I don't know if they're married, they, but they're together. His gal pal, Gilly. Oh, let's have one happy ending. I'll say they live. Me they, too. They live with their family. I think that they totally yeah. have a happy ending. Yeah. Totally have a happy ending. Gendry. He dies. I have him living. Yeah, I think yeah. he dies. He's the last Baratheon. So like, Kills I, out the lineage. I, that's why I think he lives. To like keep oh, that, keep the family keep line the going. Family that makes sense. Going. I'll go dead. Tormund Giants me. He's... He's like, dude, I, I want him with Brienne to talk. I have him I saving do. Brienne and sacrificing yeah, himself he, for Brienne. He, he has to die even though she hates him. I think he has to go. And then they have some cool scene in the afterlife where he winks at her anyway. No, uh, no, I think he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Beric Dondarrion. Oh, the light sword? Yeah. Guy he's got to go. Six he, times he died so many times. He's got to die. Yeah, me too. I agree. That one's pretty easy. Jorah Mormont. <sighs> he sacrifices himself for Danny. Yeah, dude, like, again, like, but it's like... He goes down in battle, I think. I think he survives. I'm going to say that because... She needs him? That, because she needs the thing. And Sam saved him from Grayscale. Grayscale. Like, the first person ever. I yeah. think there's more to him. I think he stays. That's fair. I think that that's a good point. He was there for... The man survived. He was there for her father. He was there for her daughter, Danny. He lives. Yeah. Grey Worm. Dead. Yeah. Yeah. 
in a battle, like the way he wants to go, yeah. noble arrow or spear through the heart. Yeah, he, oh yeah, he goes down fighting. Yeah, see yeah. you later. Uh, his love interest, one of the best love interests on the show. I, I love her, Masande. I, I hope I hope she lives. Yeah, me too. I want her to live. I have her living as well. Uh, unknown character it hasn't been around much recently, but Dario Nahadis. He is held back. He's not with them right now. I so. just wish it was still Ed Skirin. Yeah, he was really good. <sighs> if it was still Ed Skirin, I'd say live, new guy, die. Yeah, well, he's off being Deadpool's. Yeah, uh, so yeah. Uh, I have him living because he's just not there. Yeah. So, like, that would be. Kind I just, of I don't know. Once you once you change actors, you kill me. Okay. You kill well, me. The in mountains the show. changed actors three times. Yeah, but that's different. Okay, the mountains different. Fair enough. Uh, Melisandre, the red woman, dead. She's a gazillion years old. She dies. She is a gazillion years old. She dies. I have her being a gazillion and one. She lives. Okay. The hound dies. The mountain dies. Agree. Kyburn, the mad scientist. Dies. Horrible death. Same. Horrible. Wildfire. Horrible. I think he gets fucked up on wildfire. And I can't wait to watch his hey, ass burn. He goes down bad. He's got like a, he's like a skeleton walking and then just collapses. Yeah. I'd, Fuck I'd be yeah, fine with dude. that. Kill his hey, he weird ass. To die. Now, here are some tough ones. The last six. One, two, three, four, five, six that I have in here. I think yeah, are saved, all tough ones. You saved them. Theon. Dead. Well, that wasn't difficult. Why? I just, I don't know. I, like you, you, you liked him in the beginning. He then turned. He you hate everyone. him. Then you see his torture to know what he went through. He redeemed himself last season to be with John to support him. I just think again, maybe he goes down fighting, and then Trying I think save Yara. I think he dies, and his sister lives. Okay, I have them both living, and they both double kill one stab from each to Euron, who does not make it to their uncle. I think he. I think he's dead, but I, I think Theon goes. Okay. I, w- I would just like to see his sister. Yeah. You know, like again, keeping the lineage yeah, going of the Greyjoys. Now, here's where I think this is why I think um, they both live. Well, actually, I can see Yara dying in this one. So Theon, you know, got his you know what chopped off. So we can't have how appropriate for his story arc would it be that he's the last Ironborn and he can't carry on lineage because he doesn't have a wiener. That's almost heart-wrenching in itself, yeah. that you're alive but can't do and, anything about it. And I can see it. that, too, because like, you know, I, I didn't forgive him what he did with Winterfell and stuff no, like I'm that. Never, and I to me, will. that's like his karma. This is what you kind of des- you know, deserve. It's the same to to thing as Kylo Ren. Yeah. It's that you. It's irid- It's almost like an irredeemable But if, if he does survive, his sister and uncle are dead. Yeah. That I, I, I would agree with I'm going to reverse 100%. course, and I'm going to say Yara dies, Euron dies, but Theon lives with no wiener, so he cannot carry on the lineage, and that's his, like... Hard that's his, that, yeah, that's his, his ending is, the bear. You is know what? I'll, I'll, I'll second that. I, I like that. I like that. I'll convert. John. I have to say live because he's... Because he already died. You, you took yeah, that. No. You took the heart. You, you took, took the heart. So to me, he lives. Yeah, me too. Daenerys. I, I, I don't care. Even if you tell me the best three how she dies, live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's I, my I, girl. I agree. I, I want to see her live. I want to see at least one dragon survive. In that case, the dragon. I think the dragon is going to have babies. We're going to see dragon eggs in this. In case, in case you see like the two, whatever the two surviving. I want both dragons to survive this. I want them to beat the series. There's another dragons going down. I mean, it it makes sense that, Mm -hmm. but but, another dragon. So maybe they say Drogon is actually a female. We all think he's a male, and they do that swerve, dude. The dragon, the female dragon's going to die if there is one. Who knows? Maybe maybe dragons are asexual and they can just have babies without having sex and both sexes can have them like a worm who knows but 
when the dragon dies and there's only one left, we are going to be redeemed at the end of the episode. They're going to end it on the cliffhanger of seeing three new dragon eggs. And we're going to have that faith. Okay, there's only one dragon left, but we're going to, or maybe they'll end the series and that'll be the last shot or three new dragon eggs or something. Yeah. Dragons will live on after these I hope. three. Well, to me, at least one. The Night King. He's got to go down. Yeah, I wrote. I, mean, I, I, I wrote. I, I wish that no, he lives. But. I know you want him to live. I, I do like your ending. If and if that's how the ending is, then what am I going to do? Right. That's a, you, you call it from day one, but I, I think he goes down. So the last question before we move on to the actual podcast: <laughs> Who wins? I mean, in my heart, it's it's Danny and, and John. Mm-hmm. In my heart, they win. It, but is that too obvious? Do you think the show goes oh, it, that it, way? It, it is. There, there's going to be swords. You're going to Cersei's going to have something up her sleeve. The walkers are going to kill a lot of people. A lot of people. The people are going to kill a lot of people. Yeah. Cersei and Tyrion made a, a side agreement yeah. that we don't know about. Cersei then said she'd help him, but then to Jamie in another room says, I just said that to get what I yeah, want. Yeah, so she, she wants them to fight out when they kind of, she comes back and, and then kills, whoever's, kills left. whoever's left. Yeah. Like there is a total civil war still happening yeah. outside of the White Walkers. I, There's a lot I of I know it's the easy answer, here. but I, I have to go Danny and John. I, I've loved them since right. day one. So I know I'm wrong, but I'm sticking with my Nike, good. Night King I, I want theory. You to. I want you to. He sits down on the Iron Throne, it freezes. The camera goes into his eye, into the black of his eye, and that's how the camera goes to black, and the Night King wins. Um, that's, you know, I think the, the after all I said these death predictions, clearly that's not what I think. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping yeah. for. I think maybe the obvious one is like Danny. she has Masande by her side, she's got Tyrion as the hand, she's got Jon there to watch, all of them are watching the throne being melted by the dragon, and then they begin a democracy democracy with all the rest that survive samuel becomes a grand maester easy Um, that's easy uh gendry is the ironsmith and that's like the new foundation that they start to build the land again like that could be a thing um maybe that's a little too predictable but damn it that's why we do predictions I would say was it the many face god the the one guy? Yeah, how, what happened? I didn't put him on my list yeah. of who. I just does. I would just like to see him come out of nowhere and Jack save and Arya. Hagar. Just save Arya. Just knowing like. But is it him or is he a face? As like, no, I want it to be him. I, no, they, I want it to be him. Like, so a man has a name now. Kind of, he's like he, I don't know. He he fights for what she believes in, or yeah. kinda, she kind of changed him a little bit. Yeah. Well, Jack and Hagar is not even his name. Yeah. That's a face. Yeah. What yeah. he's wearing is actual face. We actually don't know what he no. kind of looks like yet. But I want to see him die with his the face that we think is Jockin. Some old fucking cre- decrepit dude. He could be the many faced god. Yeah. It, it actually it, could exactly. be. And the he sacrificed himself. himself. And Ari is the new man. We we have a lot of people sacrificing yeah. themselves. Nobody just dies. It's all sacrifice. Who like gets their throat slit in their sleep? No one. Everybody just sacrifices. I sacrificed my sleep. Um that is our Game of Thrones predictions. Like a lot of stuff is about to happen. And I can't watch it until Monday, so I'm so gonna I'll text you all the shit on Sunday yeah. night. Uh, but I will tell you this. Every week, guys, every single week that Sam and I do the show, which is weekly, uh, we are going to do a review of the previous week's episode. Yeah, we have to. Now, it's always going to be six days behind, and we do that on purpose, that we have six days to watch the show. And it, and, and also, it gives you guys a chance to just kind of watch the episode maybe once, twice, three times, just so you don't have to skip that's what I'm, that's yeah. literally what I just said. Yeah. Uh, it gives you six days so you can avoid the spoilers. We're not going to spoil anything for you because everybody's going to have watched it at this point. Um, and Ashley sent me one of the funniest uh, pictures last night um, from like a – you know how like these tweets 
they come out of nowhere that people like send like funniest tweets and they become memes themselves. Yeah. She sent me this tweet um, from, uh, I don't know, just a fake account or whatever. But the, the meme says, can I watch like five episodes of Game of Thrones and understand? No, no, you can't. You had all year. Just don't watch it. It's too late. Go back to your, I'm probably the only person who doesn't watch Game of Thrones tweets and let us fucking enjoy it. That window is closed. Winter is here, bitch. Yeah. Bye. Awesome. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, I've seen on Twitter so many times. Do I have time to watch it? Do I have oh, to watch no, every you're... episode? Yeah. You were that asshole. Yeah, you, bl- you, you blew, blew it. it. You blew your chance yeah, to love yeah, this show. Yeah. Stick to stick to that. Yeah. But that is our Game of Thrones Season 8 predictions. We'll have a review every single week of the previous week's episode, just like we do for Doom Patrol. We did it for Season 7 of Game of Thrones, and we'll be doing it again. Sam, we have the movie section, TV. We're going to take a quick break, come back for gaming. Let's jump into movies with a review for Hellboy, because this movie is doing really well. <sighs> We're going to find out. <laughs> Hellboy is a thin, clumsy, and charmless attempt at rebooting a beloved franchise. It's populated by forgettable characters motivated by confusing stakes, cheaply executed visuals, and distracting editing. Somewhere, a finger on Hellboy's fans' monkey paws curling up. Sure, Hellboy might finally be back in the spotlight, but he definitely would have been better off left alone. Jesus. 4-0? Yeah, that's a scather. Now, okay, I didn't see the movie yet, which I I plan to. Yeah, when it comes out on HBO. Well, I heard that... It was like a like a junk food movie that it was it was comic book accurate mm-hmm. that you know it's you know it's the one thing I haven't heard yet of is how David Harbor is in the role the movie sucks but was he good I and I, but I, and I don't even know that like I didn't, I don't I, know because when I heard that like more was spoilers and I, I skipped it but I, I just heard that it was it was a hard R a lot of f bombs a lot of dismembering mm-hmm. a lot of blood obviously it's not for kids. And like sounds like a family. I, like thing. I want to go. Of course, it's, it's Hellboy, and I do like David Harbor. I mean, I still like Ron Perlman's first two films. Out there yeah. are great. Yeah, I actually really do enjoy them. But it's like I gotta support my boy in McShane, so I gotta go to the theater and see it. No matter what, no matter what review it is, I don't yeah. give a shit. I got Al Swearingen over here. Got it. And I think it has. I think it's at like fourteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's a rough one. Yeah, but if I see it, you'll get you'll hear my thoughts on it next week. <sighs> Oh, there's so many more movies for you to go watch. Plenty. No, there's really not actually at this time because we're waiting for Endgame now. Two weeks. I got my tickets twice. Can't wait. Seeing it Thursday and Sunday. Neil, did you get it? I'm still waiting. <laughs> still I, don't don't know. Know. I don't know if you got it or not. Dude, what are you doing? We got it. Well, you wouldn't see it until Saturday after the pod anyway. Yeah. So in two weeks when we do our pod, uh, in two weeks we're going to have uh, episode 132, I guess. Yeah, 132. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have episode, or spoiler-free yeah. impressions of Endgame while Sam's going to sit there. And just take it. Yeah, you just have it. to take it like a man. Star Wars films are going to take a bit of a hiatus after Episode Nine, according to Bob Iger, which is a good thing. Which I'm okay with, since you just announced there's two or three things coming on the Disney Plus service. I'm okay. To quote, we will take a pause, some time, and reset, because the Skywalker saga comes to an end with this ninth movie. There will be other Star Wars movies, but there will be a bit of a hiatus. And there's nothing wrong with that. Over under three years. I agree. Every three, four years is, I think, a per. Every year, it's it's a lot. Yeah, I think they're going to take three years off, and then they're going to do every other year release. I'd agree with that, and I think I would be okay with it. Yeah, every three years, even if it was every three, I'm okay. So let's do that quick math. Six films announced. We know there's going to be some side films, but six films announced with the two trilogies. That's every other year. That's twelve years plus that. That's thirty. You will be forty-five. Yeah. At the end of the Ryan Johnson trilogy. 
great. How does that make you feel? I'm getting old. That's how it makes me feel. <laughs> Bryce Harper will no longer be a Philly. Yeah, it's that sad to say he retired by then. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's putting a lot into uh, into context. We had a trailer for a film I know you're psyched about, yeah. The Lion yeah. King. It, it looked fucking great, dude. Just to hear, oh, what's his name? James L. Jones? Just to, dude, his voice. He is. Just God, to get him back. Voices. Dude, like, you know, I know we talk a lot of Star Wars. He even mentioned his name once when we talk about Star Wars, but it, 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 just to have him back. Oh, man. Like, I, I don't know. Scar looked great. The animation looked great. Animation was live action. But well, it's CG. They, it, the lines it, it was, CG. but it, they make it look like that. It live looks action. great. Like, John Favreau's got this shit down. I, I'm pissed at myself for not seeing Jungle Book yet. You know? Yeah. Uh oh, Greg's not down for it. Uh, no, no, I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong. I like it. I like it. No, 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 no. I just uh, doesn't this look like just like a Discovery Channel documentary online? Even if it was, I'm down. <laughs> I love documentaries. I it, love Animal Planet. It, so the thing National- is, the thing is, it just looks a little bland. That's all. It looks great. The voice is great. Oh yeah. my god, that's going to be phenomenal. I can't wait, and I'm totally psyched to see it. I still you're, cannot. You're wait the first to see person I'm, I hear kind of saying that it looks like that. It's it's just I'm a shocked. little bland when you look at it. It's just a desert. It's just this. It's just that's that. I'm is. looking for color and you're, fun. We're gonna get that. They're not going to show you everything on on the teaser trailer. I, it was more than a teaser. Now this was an official but trailer. Every, but even Star Wars was a two minute trailer teaser. That's a goddamn trailer, in my opinion. Yeah, it's me too. I agree. I, that was not a teaser. You know, because a minute and a half of it was Ray walking in a desert. That's why it was two goddamn minutes. But like, she it's, ran too. Believe me, but and, and jumped. Believe me, it's it's not bad. I don't think it's bad. This is one of my top. I think I sent it to. Sean, I know I tweeted it out saying that this is out of like hyped movies for me for the year. Uh, Endgame, Detective Pikachu, Godzilla, Episode Nine, Far From Home, Joker, Lion King. And so you never Lion seen King John is, Wick every buy? That's why John Wick 3 is not on this list. Well, you're probably the only one who has it as number one with this many movies coming out. Lion King 7, Sonic 8, Aladdin 9, Yesterday 10, Toy Story 4, Dang, 11. you even mentioned Aladdin. I'm shocked. I'm still psyched. I love Aladdin. I'm still I mean, super I, I, I love Aladdin the cartoon, but this movie, my excitement, I'd, I'd rather I'm, go see Prince of Persia. I'm still, I'm still psyched. I still have faith because mm. I love the actress that plays Jasmine. Mm. Pink Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Be yeah, fine. she's phenomenal. But anyway, uh, anyway, back to Lion King. It just looks just like bland. Um, That's all. Timon and Pumbaa don't look overly great. Uh, Rafiki looks... I mean, like I get freaky. it. They're they're very very much their animal counterparts. I got it. John Oliver as Zazu just looks like a bird. Yeah. Like I got it. But like, where is you know? For me, when I watch a Disney film, I want that wonder, that awe. And you're gonna get it. I I have faith. That's why it's still my seventh most hyped movie. That's why I still think the trailer was beautiful. I mean, I'm not looking forward to be crying in the theater. That I'm not looking forward to. That scene is gonna probably suck. But uh, for us, I mean, not suck as a movie scene. It's just like. I have total faith in the movie. I just I don't know. I didn't need this. I guess that's what I'm getting at. See, I um and I'm on the reverse. I needed it. I yeah. needed to see something besides what they showed me before. I wanted to see the voices of what what kind of what everyone's gonna look like. Sure. And I'm in. They, 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 John Favreau sold me on it. I have total I think the biggest reason I have faith still is because John Favreau. Yeah. I am like I think I'm this is gonna get misconstrued and I know I'm gonna get shit and people are gonna be you don't want long No, I do. Badly. I, I think, this is, a bil- think this is a billion yeah, dollar movie. Oh my god, yeah. 
I just don't think I need it. This could very uh, well be in our discussion for top movie of the year. I, I hope it is. Um, I hope it is too. Believe me, I do. It's my favorite uh, animated film ever, probably, is The Lion King. It's definitely my favorite Disney movie. So right up there with Aladdin. Um, yeah. So it's like I really want this to do it. It was just – it wasn't maybe what I was hoping yeah. for. That's all. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. It maybe wasn't what I was hoping for. Now, we got a new scene for Endgame, and I purposely skipped it because I want to – it was that scene where Captain Marvel shows up. So you saw a little bit of it in the trailer where Thor calls his oh, hammer. Oh, I, I saw and it. She doesn't, it okay. But they showed the whole scene now. Maybe it's like a minute or two long. I thought it was a minute and, or something. And I just don't – I didn't want to watch it. I know it's on our Facebook. So if you want to go watch it, all of this stuff, from the trailers, everything, it's all on our Facebook page. I, I just thought it was okay. I just don't want to watch it because I'm staying 100% away from as many spoilers yeah. as possible. And I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear Captain Marvel talk. I don't want to but hear Thor you know what talk. I, you know what I found out? She filmed this before she did Captain Marvel. Oh yeah, I bet. So it kind of shocking to me at all. It's well, I I, I was they thinking, probably shot I all was, of her longer hair scenes with before. Captain I just Marvel. didn't think like, and she made like you know people were kind of complaining about her makeup, and that was kind of Brie Larson's decision because that she wanted to stand out differently from because she, she was planning ahead of what she's going to do in Captain Marvel and what she did here. So I was like, I'm going and thinking a little bit differently now because she never you think that she had the experience already that she had one film under her belt. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to play like she's jumping in this film with everyone who's been in the Marvel unit for 10 plus years. She's like, I'm around these rock stars. I'm coming in supposed to be this badass and it's my first uh, Marvel film. Mm-hmm. So to me, it, 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 it definitely turned a different like a shade for me because mm-hmm. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of it in her head like, fuck, if I go in first film, there's Robert Downey, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans. I'm like, oh shit. You know, so I, I think I'm, I think she's, she has something to prove here. Mm-hmm. Her directorial debut. For her Netflix film, I think it's called like Unicorn. Yeah, it was something. something yeah. Got shat. Did it? Shat on. That sucks. I mean, yeah, I, you never want to hear that it got you know no, but, projects that they but took Samuel years L's years. in it too. They were like, yeah, you know, their Captain Marvel chemistry is a lot better than it was here. Okay, I get it. Enough shitting on that. Yeah. Uh, phase four for Marvel. Uh, the details will not be shared. By Kevin Foggy and team until after Far From Home, which I think we all kind of yeah, were hoping yeah, for. Yeah, which is July, right? Yeah, July. Which which is good because then you're you announce all these films, so then it takes away the stakes. Yeah, I think it would be stupid. Like, okay, guys, Iron Man four, Cap still around. The, the fourth, uh, goddamn Iron Man movie. Yeah, the fourth Thor movie. Like yeah. just that would be stupid. I think you have to do it this way. Yeah, I agree. Black Widow will start filming in June. Yeah, which uh, which his name uh, spilled the beans on that. Um, what the fuck's his name? I forget. But regardless, you want something to watch with her in? She was just in Hot Ones. She was, she was fantastic. Yeah, YouTube show. Twenty-seven minute Hot Wings. Yeah, she was. She, she was great. Yeah, Hot Ones is a great show. Uh, let's see. The director, screenwriter, and producer of Shazam. All three of them are reportedly returning for the sequel. So that's kind of like a double announcement. Yeah, that was David F. Sandberg yeah. coming back. His first film, I think he did he did Lights Out and he did Annabelle Creation. He directed both of them. I mean, Lights it, Out sucked, but I'm glad he it. got it together for Shazam. Well, yeah, thank God. So, hey, the whole team's back and obviously the cast, Doctor, everyone's coming back. So yeah. And you hyped. loved it. You yeah. loved Shazam. You said 8 out of 10. You saw it after the podcast last week. Yeah. We don't know uh, your I'll, impressions. I'll talk, I'll talk more of it later. That's uh, why he, I've been calling Oh, he's doing that. Yeah. He's doing that. New movie, pick of the week. Kind of bullshit. Have to. Uh, we got a new Detective Pikachu spot where a bunch of Pokemon are modeling, and it is funny. Yeah, and it was cute good. It was funny. I, I don't. I don't need to see any more. No, I mean, don't show me any more. I mean, I don't even want to see any more Pokemon. Yeah, I just don't. I saw too many already. I think when I see there's 800. No, you didn't. When if I see Alakazam, I'll be pissed. 
Like I don't want to see. You already it. saw Mewtwo again. It's like, saw all right, Mewtwo, guys, I showed enough. Saw showed Gengar. Enough. Yeah. Saw Cubone. I think. But like, it was cool. You saw all these Pokemon modeling, and you really, what I liked about it was in the trailer, they go so quick, shot, 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 shot. Yeah. This was you got to spend some time with them, a yeah. couple, like five seconds or so. So you really saw what they look like. Yeah. Like you really saw what Charizard looked like with all those scales and stuff. You really saw what Squirtle looked like. So um, it was a cute, fun little spot. It again just. Does nothing but hype the film up for me. I'm super excited. Outside of Endgame, this is the movie I'm looking forward to most at 30. It'll be I'll be turning 31 the next week after it comes out. So it'll be my last movie as the 30-year-old, which is, I guess, something that I just said. Um, I actually forgot to watch this next teaser for the Adams family. I didn't like it. You, okay. I didn't like it. I didn't like the animation. See, but you don't like I that. You no, didn't I love like... the Adams family. I just don't like their animation. I don't like their take on it. But you yeah, but I'm saying like that style. I grew up with the old school. Gomez that doesn't mean you can't appreciate the new. I just, I just that's, doesn't. It doesn't. That's speak a to thing. Me. It, like, it's called adapting. It, I don't. I just not for me, my friend. Yeah, I know you. You uh, with like Spider Man into the Spider Verse. I know that. I like no. I, I like that. It. But with what's his face, you didn't like the he interpretation that they took it was with just him. A wall. He was a large. That was a large suit. It was a wall. He got that at a really big. Which really was tall. still okay, but like this at my. It's not the Adam film I'm used to. I mean, hey, I hope it does great. and Everyone loves it. But I won't be saying this. Do you think this has more potential to go the way of the Grinch and kind of just... Maybe. I, and again, I didn't hurt, like that animation. Hurt more than it helped. But, but again, it made money. People loved it. Hey. People didn't love it. I thought people loved it. No. It made money. It was the worst thing I've seen. And you were looking forward to it. And I was day one like, no, yeah. hey, I'm not down. The reason it wasn't in my uh, top three worst of 2018 was because I didn't watch it till 19. And it was just... Yeah. Awful. Yeah, just not what I'm used to, and I was I was expecting a little bit more from the Adams family. It was probably the worst Grinch ever. Now I can see like the Adams family go in that direction. I, I haven't watched it, so I can't form a judgment. But I like the animation so far. Yeah. I like that style. Yeah. I just always have. Uh, what, what do we got next? A Tomb Raider sequel is officially in development, and that movie kind of was. Yeah, the, I mean, the first mediocre. It was, it, was, yeah, it was just okay. I still kind of missed Angelina ones. I I did like her first two that she did. What was it? Alicia Vikander did the mm-hmm. first one. She, I mean, she was good. She was, you know, they did a younger version, a different origin story than what Angelina had. She'll be back. Yeah, of course. I mean, will I see it in theaters? Probably not. Did you see the original in theaters? No. I, didn't. I waited until it was out. Gotcha. Uh, we have our box office top 10 films for this week hanging on in the top 10, falling from number seven, but still making $2 million. How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. You still have to nope. see that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, number nine, falling from number six at two point one million is Wonder Park. Um, number eight, falling from number four at three point two million is Unplanned. Number seven, falling from number five at three point five million is Five Feet Apart. Number six, new to the list at four point four million dollars, The Best of Enemies. Number five, falling from number three at twelve point four million is Captain Marvel. Number four, falling from number two at thirteen point seven million is Us. Number three, falling all the way from number one at eighteen point two million is Dumbo. I think that was yeah. at what forty five, and then dropped all the way yeah. to eighteen. Yeah. So that's a tough yeah. one. That's a third. That's two thirds of the way down. That's a tough drop. Number two to the list, new to the list. I'm sorry. Number two, kind of bombing. I think maybe not. I don't know what the budget was, but twenty four point five million was Pet Cemetery. Oh, the, the, the sequel. The, the the re- no, the, oh, no, 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 it's the just remake. a remake. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I'm um, Bomb. I, the reviews weren't great. Yeah, I heard. I heard it was like blah. Just it was okay. Yeah. Um, not a horror yeah. that much. But uh, anyway, new to the list at number one at fifty three point five domestic, which yeah. overshot the forty five yeah. million dollar projection with Shazam. Excellent to see yeah. that the movie had a lot of heart. 
it had a you know then the reason why it's it's going to make a good bit of money it's low budget 80 to 100 million dollars was its total budget it already made over 200 worldwide so good for Shazam coming this week to theaters is this has uh she was in she was in I think she was in Shameless but she was definitely in Freaks and Geeks uh The Curse of La Llorana like that Spanish ghost that's a horror flick with uh Linda uh, Cardellini Mm, yeah, it's like she was a, in uh, Grandma's Boy. Yeah, there you go. Uh, anyway, it's just a Spanish ghost type of horror movie that wants to eat your children. Mm, kind of. Under the Silver Lake, Drunk Parents, Little Woods, and Family, starring Piper from Orange is the New Black and a child Joker. Oh, wow. Yeah, kid in clown makeup. But anyway, not so much this week. I would still like to see Shazam hold it down. Because uh, it will, and next week is Avengers, so <laughs> forget about yeah. it. Not going to happen. Um, what? Ki- uh, no, no, we don't got anything big this week, do we? Like the week that's just passing? No, just Hellboy. So. Yeah, Hel- Hellboy. Hellboy. And, I, and, I, and that's what I think. It's Hellboy's I, it's probably going to be t- three. Two. I would say two. two. Or three. I think two. I think it's going to be Pet Cemetery, but I don't think it's going to be Shazam. Yeah, Pet Cemetery is going to fall yeah. hard. I think, so I think it's going to be one Shazam, two Hellboy. What did you think of this week's Doom Patrol episode, which was entitled Jane Patrol? Yeah, I finished it late last night. Wanted to make sure I, I got it in. And I, I just thought it was okay. Yeah. Kind of, you know, took me, obviously, part of like a deep dive into Jane. Mm-hmm. Kind of seeing all Definitely the going all on. all 64 it. versions of Jane. All, and when it was great just to see what, like, put a picture, what Hammerhead looked like. And, mm-hmm. But I did love Mr. Negative, kind of. His elemental energy was like, no, I get, pops out, boom, holds both of them, and then he and then uh, robot man yeah, enters. So, her so brain. the episode really circulates around uh, more plot building for Jane, yeah. but she has kind of been the central character for, throughout this whole yeah, show. I mean, well, she's first build on the show if yeah. you think about it, so and, it kind of makes sense. And so, yeah, also she she takes up sixty four characters, um, but it really dives into the mind of her literally. So we know last week with the whole Karen thing, she's out right now in real life. She's she's, she's on a table, table. She's yeah. laid down. She's out cold. So. Robot Man says, like, I wish I could go into her mind. And then that's when the negative man's energy comes out, touches each of their brains. So ends up being Robot Man going into Jane's brain as Brendan Fraser, yeah. not as Robot Man. Yeah, and that was kind of cool just I to like kind of see too. him live action. You get to see my man put on a couple pounds in his in his later years. Well, he put on a couple pounds in that pilot, too. He's been he's been yeah, big true, boy. Yeah, true. He's been a big boy. Yeah, he's been big boy. even when he was on that, uh, what was that, that Showtime show that Ash used to watch. The affair, yeah, he big, he big boy. Yeah, I but but you know, I think this was more for budgetary reasons, yeah, and plot convenience. But I did like but, though near the end when he's kind of like ripping off his face. That was really that cool. was, you saw like a red eye. That first. was awesome. Yeah. So this was definitely a plot heavy episode. I liked it. You again, like Sam said, you see Karen, you see, um, you see Hammerhead, you see the baby doll, all yeah, baby doll. Guys. The really quick see her with the the gray. Um, lipstick with the words that come out like you see all of the actual interpretations of Jane's personalities only one of which looks like Jane yeah. and then you're seeing also her memories too yeah. because you're in her mind and then she so. was the, the conductor yeah. yeah so it was really good to be able to like dive into that my only criticism is I'm ready for them to move on yeah same yeah I'm, I'm ready I'm done kind of we, we know crazy Jane is freaking off her rocker let's yeah. kind of move on let's go to find to let's go find the chief See where he's at. Yeah. Let's get a big bad. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. get some conflicts. Let's get some action. Let's get, like, I'm good Bring now on all the origins. Let's, let's go, start to see what he's doing with Chief. Yeah. But one thing I did appreciate is, I think I texted you. I was like, 
oh, I appreciate this 45-minute episode. That was definitely Because every nice. episode we saw 57. was 58, 59. Like, so it was nice to get like a short one. Yeah, and, and you know what? In a 15-season, this is the downfall of the 15-episode season. Yeah. Like, you're going to get the filler. And this was total filler. Yeah. But that's why I'm cool with 10 or 11 of no filler as yeah. opposed to 15. Uh, it wasn't bad. Um, IGN. You, you, you just get it. Appreciate, you're like, you, you get more of an understanding of. How Jane is so effed up. You find history yeah. about her father. That kind so, of her past was effed up. Now, if that if that moves somewhere, because it ended with her dad like looking like a puzzle, which was really cool. Fucking shit up. If that but comes it, back, but it kind of ended that she kind of overcame like right. him, kind of controlling her, making her extra crazy. Kind of yeah. always having that thought. And I also don't want a big bad that's a giant puzzle. Like, yeah. I do want a physical. I mean, person. technically, Mister Nobody, Alan Tudyk's character, right. it's kind of like a puzzle. A puzzle. Yeah. yeah, he does look like. So that you're going to get that regardless. That's the weak point of the show CG. He doesn't look great when he's when he's Mister um, Nobody, but that's far and few between. Um, IGN agrees with me saying it was a great episode. Well, I think it was good. Yeah, I it was, say it was good. Up, it was good episode. They said while this week's Doom Patrol episode was relatively light on humor and all but ignored most of its cast, it did bank on the series' most compelling relationship. Jane Patrol showed uh, showed just how terrible it is being trapped inside one of 63 other personalities. It made full use of the horror movie flavor. Oh, yeah, that fucked up witch thing, too. Yeah. That was fucked up looking. That was cool. I like that. Uh, that defines this particular version of the DC universe. And it offered redemption for Robot Man, proving that these uh, even these misanthropic heroes are capable of real growth and change. 8.5. Yeah. So I'd probably give it like a seven five myself. Same. But, I, I, yeah. Again, it was a good yeah. episode, but I'm ready for that big bad. I'm ready for the action. I'm ready. For, I think they're a team now. I'm, I totally think that. I think yeah, let's that. Go find, let's go find Chief. All the origins done. Like there's enough build. Like give me. An, I'm done or, with the build. Or I don't. When Beast is, is Beast Boy come? I haven't heard anything, so yeah. I'm interested to see what happens there. Yeah, Beast Patrol. Did you watch the teaser for yeah. next week? Yeah. See, now it looks like though we are going to get some action. Yeah. So finally, finally, yeah. like I, I think I'm ready. Like yeah. again, this show is still great. It's still probably better than Titans at this point. Yeah, we'll see where it goes. It's still totally worth the money for DC Universe. I'm just ready for it to. Yeah, to, same. Pick up a little bit, yeah. like J.R. would say. Yeah. Business is about to pick yeah. up, baby. Uh, Ashley finally watched it, too, by the way. Nice. Yeah, it took a little while, but... Ah, I don't blame her. <laughs> we, were, we'll, we were laying in bed the other night, and I was like, honey, I'm putting it on. She goes, what? I said, Doom Patrol. She said, come on. And then she did, and she had a bunch of questions, and I was like, you're into it. Cool. cool. And at the end, she was like, I really liked it. So we only watched one episode. I don't anticipate us watching anymore, but I got it. You got at least All that I wanted one. was the pilot <laughs> yeah. for her to watch the pilot. Uh, anyway, we also have a review for... Part two of season one for Sabrina, uh, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix. I didn't care for the first half very much, so. Uh, I, heard, I heard it was good. Hmm. I, didn't, I didn't start it yet. Maybe uh, one day. Did I forget? Nope, I got it. Um, whoop, that's not it. I have so many freaking Dude, There was a boatload of stories. So here we go. Bottom line, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina Part 2 is a true disappointment. Ooh. Doubling down on bad choices... Weird plotting and cringeworthy dialogue and circumstances. Not even the series' true heroes, Michelle Gomez, Miranda Otto, and Lucy Davis, can save it from itself. Sabrina's tired storytelling and Riverdale-esque hot teen tropes fail in, or fall incredibly flat in an attempt to tell a witchy girl power story that would have felt more at home in 1996. Jesus. Please just go watch The Magicians instead. Oh, love The Magicians. <laughs> four or five? Five four. Gee, they butchered that. 
I but I, I never with the, I never with the five four never the five, never five. see Sabrina but I a hundred percent back go watch Magicians we gave on up sci fi we gave I think so we gave up on on Sabrina just couldn't do okay it. on the first part of but it. they got me hyped when they mentioned Magicians because not enough people watch that show <laughs> oh man I knew you'd feel that way uh what do we got we got and they started their new season I didn't even get a chance to start that yet what Magicians I think it's oh, from okay. season four or season five gotcha where is this at. I have One Punch Man season two episode one review too, so I'm trying to get. And, and I, I actually oh, heard good is. things. One Punch Man season two premiere lays the groundwork for what should be another round of exciting fights, terrifying okay. villains, and more Genos and uh, Saitama adventures, which is always a good thing. Genos the man. Uh, while the hard shift in animation to 3D CG mm-hmm. is difficult to ignore, which is yeah. the overarching hey, see it. hard shit that we we were concerned about. One Punch Man's story is still engaging and worth sticking around for if you can look past its fresh coat of paint. 8.2. 8.0. Okay. That's solid. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I don't know. that. If you're like one for animation, you just talked about it in the movie section, this might be tough for you to overcome. Nah, I I, I saw the the trailer. I still thought it was fine. It just looks... It got tuned up. That's all I look at. It got tuned down, in my opinion. It got tuned down. It lost its fresh flair that made the first one so fun. That's half the damn reason I liked the first season was that animation. I, I came for One Punch Man. I stayed for the animation. I, I, I think I'd be staying for the story. AMC has ordered a third series in the Walking Dead universe. I won't watch it. I don't care. Yes, I you don't, will. No, I yes, won't. You will. Mark my You're words. Invested. I won't watch it. You're invested. I don't care. You bring Rick back for this. I ain't watching it. It features two young female protagonists and will focus on a different... Uh, I guess, point of view. It's going to focus on growing up in this apocalyptic world. Uh, it'll be 10 episodes to be filmed this summer with a 2020 release date. I have zero hype for this. I don't care. You don't want to know what it's like growing no. up in a zombie no, apocalypse? I don't at all. Sorry. Well, I don't know if you watch this. I don't know if I put it in the notes for you or for nobody, but Preacher will end after season four. I, d- I did watch. I watched the first. I think I got through this half of the second season. Then just so much stuff came out. I, I just never caught back. But it's a good show. Seth Rogen kind of brought it to life. So I'm just glad to see that four seasons is a solid run. Yeah. Lysi's Story, a Stephen King drama based off his horror romance novel of the same name, has been picked up for Apple Plus. Well, I don't have Apple Plus, so I won't and, be seeing this and one. And I won't be getting Either Apple way. Plus. That's one streaming yeah. service with Warner Brothers I'm going to stay away from. Yeah, Apple Plus same. I'll stay away from. I'm on, Dude, Disney is my last one. That's it. I'm, I'm not, I don't have the CWs. Is that even paid? Is I think, that no, free? It, no, it's free. It's, it's a C, companion. The seed is free. Okay, free gotcha. app. Uh, Veronica Mars, oh, baby, premieres on Hulu on July 26th. Is it a season or a movie? It's a season. So we're getting a mini series, baby. Actually, not mini. We're getting a full, I, uh, we're getting I, a full season. I do love her. Somewhere between eight and ten episodes, I think. I, she's great. Kristen I just, Bell. Kristen Bell's great. I just never watched the show. So yesterday when the news dropped about this, well, Friday, yeah. I keep saying yesterday, Friday when the news dropped about this, might have been Thursday, but I think Friday, um, we were here, we were home, and... Immediately, Ashley was like, I really want to rewatch the show. I said, you just watched it three months ago. Yeah. But the movie, you haven't probably seen in like a year. So we found the movie on demand because they remade the movie on Kickstarter. Yeah, that's, Kickstarter right, that's, right, that's right. So that was on HBO. So we watched that uh, last night uh, before the Phillies game. So Cool. Yeah, it's okay. Kristen Ritter's in it. She's lovely yeah. in every sense of the word. Kristen Bell looks like a million bucks. But um, I miss her in House of Lies. House of Lies is a good show. But yeah, I think overall I'm really super excited because I love the plot. I love. We know you loved it. I loved it. It was in my top three shows. I wish weren't canceled that we did like yep. a year or two ago. I'm I'm psyched on this. I know Ash is psyched, and it gives us something to watch 
as a family. Yeah. I'm super excited. Netflix is launching a comedy station. Netflix is a joke radio, but not on Netflix, which I th- originally thought they were going to just do like a fireplace yeah, thing. That's kind of what but, I thought. But they're doing it on Sirius uh, on channel 93 of Sirius XM Radio launching April 15th. And we don't have a radio section, so I threw it in the TV yeah. section. I mean, I, I don't have Sirius, so I'll never listen to this. Ashley has Sirius, but I think it's just like a free trial. But there you go, guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you like, it's gonna. Well, so what it is is it's gonna be cut up bits yeah, that, from that's all exactly the Netflix originals, and then some new shit too. I'm just gonna watch them. I Netflix. mean, they have so much comedy specials to choose from. Yeah. So, but just nah, not for me. I'll, I'll I'd rather watch still a podcast. I will also watch the Netflix special. And yeah. uh, if you want it in your car, here's a little trick: put on Netflix in your car and Bluetooth it. Yeah. And you can just listen to yeah. it. Because you don't have to watch stand-up yep. comedy. You can just listen to it. Uh, anyway, we'll be right back after this word from the Rusted Robot Podcast on the ESO Network. Greetings, Starfighters. It's Sean from the Rusted Robot Podcast. Join me and the Rusty crew as we break down the latest geeky movie trailers, talk about TV, comics, toys, games, casting news, and all things nerdy. Find us on all your favorite podcast apps, the ESO Network, and at therustedrobot.podbean.com. The Rusted Robot Podcast, your source for geek since 2014. The Rusted Robot Podcast. Think about it. And we'll close it out in the gaming space. Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Trilogy, and we have the review. On Switch. So it's been out for a bunch of other different platforms, but it never made its way to Switch yet. Uh, But now the first three Ace Attorney games have made its way to the Nintendo Switch in the form of a trilogy. It's also on PS4, Xbox One, and PC, so it's not just a Switch Switch exclusive. It's everywhere. Phoenix Wright was in Marvel vs. Capcom uh, Ultimate 3, I think. Or Marvel vs. Capcom 3 Ultimate, I believe. He is a Capcom character. If you've never experienced them before, then Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Trilogy is an entertainingly compelling collection of, car- of courtroom-based visual novels with excellent writing and colorful characters who help paper over game mechanics that can be at times overly rigid and illogical. However, if you've already played these games, perhaps even more than once already, then there's little incentive for you to take this collection into your custody. 7-5? Yes. 7-5 is correct. It's, I mean, it's uh, not, Ace. It's a. It's, okay. it's literally a game where you're a lawyer. Ace Attorney is a lawyer, and it's the kind of uh, like choose your own adventure type thing, dialogue based, and situations and things you got to kind of something do. that you're gonna pick up. Nah, oh, I always wanted to a Switch game. That mm. Craig's not picking up. I still don't own Yoshi. Like I've always wanted to play these games, and they're right here for me now. Just get Yoshi first. I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it. I'm gonna get Yoshi eventually. But a game that you did get was MLB The Show 19. Love free games. Oh, that's fucking work points. <laughs> <laughs> I love free video games, my friend. And, and Harper is on the cover. Bryce so. Harper is on the cover, and it does not disappoint so far. Um, it's PS4 exclusive. Like that's what I hate. I can only play baseball on PS4. It kind of pisses me off. But it's a reason to throw on my PS4. Um, I don't have many of those nowadays. So it's it's a lot of fun. This is to me. The best show I've ever played. Wow. Um, I've only been playing since 14. Just because there's a Philly on the cover. I've only been playing since 14, and I skipped 18. So the thing is, these things that I like could have very well been in the game last year. Yeah. And I don't know. But um, I immediately turned it on and started playing Road to the Show, where you create a character, and you start off before the draft, and you work your way up to the majors. 
Um, and you play every game in the minors. And I yeah. love that aspect, yeah. right? So I'm Greg Hall, number 35, second baseman, right-handed hitter, um, which is very true to form for me. Uh, it's literally what I played growing yeah. up. So I uh, got you, – you do these drills and then you do these two games, like an East-West All-Star game. Okay. And those two games dictate where you're going to be drafted. So if you fuck up during those two games, either reset – Oh, <laughs> or just kind of deal with it. And then it gives you a choice. Do you want to be drafted by a team of your choice, like the Phillies or whatever, or do you just want to go into the draft and get drafted? And you went into the draft to get drafted. I just went for it. Whatever team picks me, I'm happy to be chosen, even though I really, really wanted to be a Philly, and I could have taken the easy way out. But the first pick in the 16th round, Greg Hall. Oh, bullshit. What? No, it was bullshit. I what? Mean, no. 16th round. Oh, what? 16th round. Okay, go. Yeah, 16th. First overall pick in the 16th round. Second baseman Gregory Hall goes to the Baltimore Orioles. Okay. So I get to That's go against bad. the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Rays for my career. That's exciting. Uh, but I'm in double A right now. But I was a... It was the, is your team good? No. Oh. Well, the, the the Orioles are probably one of the worst teams in baseball. They're off to a decent start. Well, I thought... But... I, I, you didn't do like a, like a full draft. Like, <laughs> like if you did a season in Griffey, like... What you, that's what? a fantasy draft. Oh, so you didn't do a fantasy draft. Okay. So this I, is so you thinking, starting off yeah. in the minor leagues and working your way up. Okay. So now I'm in double A for the Bowie Bay Sox, um, the starting second baseman. They just shifted me to third base, matter of fact, right before you walked in the door. So I haven't played third base for them yet, but I'm hitting 468, I think. I'm raking. 468. It's not bad. Yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> almost hitting 500. Um, I'm in May, so I'm about a, a month into the season. Yeah. Um, I'm hitting 468, 12 home runs, 26 RBI. Ten doubles, two triples, and four steals. So I'm, I'm I'm absolutely raking. But I've made a few key errors at second base, which is why I think they shifted yeah. me over to third. This guy sucks. Um, what I really like about the fielding is instead of just ball comes to you, you hit the button to throw it to the base. Ball comes to you, you can pre-hit the button to like get yourself ready. But when you go to throw it, it stops, and there's a reticle that you actually have to put your the ball into and then hit R2. And if you miss the reticle, then you throw wild. So it actually makes you actually throw the yeah. ball to the almost the, like an extra. Like I think of football, like an extra point where you kind of get like the arrows kind of right, or it'll swerve or something like that. It's it's, it's so it's not so automatic. Yeah. Uh, and I really that like cool. that. It adds a little bit to the fielding where I'm not just waiting to hit again. Yeah, you're not just hitting, pressing a button like all right, he's out. Exactly. He's out. Exactly. He's out. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so, that's cool. So I really like that, and it simulates the game super quick. It actually, um, you can watch the full game, but who the fuck does that? Yeah. You, I actually just like to. Uh, just I play myself, so anytime I come up to hit, I'm hitting. Anytime a ball is about to be hit to me or I'm about to be involved in a play, it simulates to that. I'm running the bases. I got caught stealing six times, so I'm not good at stealing. But Which is, um, which is true to real life. I'm a 200-pound second baseman. <laughs> exactly. I made myself yeah. very close to what yeah. I actually weigh yeah. and, and my height. I didn't make myself a buff superstar. Yeah. Um, but four steals for a 200-pounder, yeah. it's not so bad yeah. out of 10 attempts. My my manager did pull me aside and say, please stop stealing. He said, if you want to steal, do it in practice. Oh, geez. <laughs> he actually said that, which is cool. That's cool. Um, you can pick what kind of player you want to be, like a lightning rod or the heart and soul. So I like that. Uh, and I remember in the review, it said that franchise mode kind of sucks. I haven't played it yet. I've literally only played Road to the Show um, because that's my favorite thing. I haven't played as the Phillies yet or anything oh, like wow. that. So I couldn't tell you how an actual game is. I don't know yeah. what the pitching mechanics are like because I haven't pitched yet. I just picked it up the other day. Well, it just got shipped to me the other day. But uh, overall, this is my favorite show game that I've played so far. I'm loving Road to the Show. The visuals are what they are every year. There's nothing special yeah. about them. But overall, I'm just very happy to have a fun baseball game to play again. And the Philly on the cover, so we'll take it. I know we mentioned this earlier, but you know, first look at Star Wars Jedi: The Fallen Order will be shown 
today at the Star Wars celebration, at Saturday afternoon, if you're listening to us now or whatever, maybe missed it, go back and watch it. But it should be, looks like it could be a good game. Yeah, it'll be at 1 o'clock Eastern, so enjoy the weekend for all of Star Wars Celebration. Um, so, with that being said, maybe 2 o'clock Eastern, I forget. So, la- late last night, late Friday night, Respawn came out and said, uh, this will be a single player only, no multiplayer, no microtransaction. If you want multiplayer, go play Battlefront. Yeah. This is exactly what I want. Yeah. This just shot this game up to hype levels unknown for me. I cannot wait. Dude, think of God of War with lightsabers. Like, yeah, story, yeah. single player, made by the guys who make Titanfall, who do really good work. That Titanfall 2 campaign was fucking excellent, and nobody talks about it because it kind of flopped a yeah. little bit. It was fucking excellent. So, like, dude, a Star Wars game about the Jedi and the Fallen Order, who the fuck are they? Cannot wait to see well, more. Hopefully it looks good, or it sways your opinion, but we'll find out next week. Katana and Cetrion announced for Mortal Kombat 11. I kind of alluded to it earlier. Cetrion is a an elder god. Like, where the hell was she for 11 games? And now all of a sudden she's in it. And you say Katana, I think DC. So it's like, what the hell are you doing? Katana's been in it from yeah, the yeah, beginning yeah, yeah, yeah. Since, since MK2. Uh, she's the sister of Melina. So she's been in, like, every game. She's got the fans. She's kicking ass with fans. But, again, uh, these are two kick-ass ladies that I'm excited to play as because one's a new character. But uh, nothing will stop Collector still from last week. Collector was still banging. Of Six course. arms and shit. Yeah, I know you loved when I was like, ah, the freak, just two extra arms, you missed it. PSN name changes are finally available. Yeah, you can go do it right now. Um, if you want to go change your PSN name, they will let you do it for free the first time, and every time thereafter is $10, but at any time for free, you can revert back to your original name, if so, facto. They won't, like, no, delete no, no, it. But that's awesome, though. I think the first one, give everyone a free one, give everyone a free, which is fair, but then if you fuck up and you pick a wrong name you don't like... You gotta kind of pay the piper, as they say, and pay ten bucks. Yeah, um, I used to change my name on Xbox Live all the time. I was all of her twist. I was hate. I was met suck. I was everything. Um, I'm kind of set now where I'm at, but uh, it's cool, and I like that they're doing it for free. I like that you can go back to the original for free. But that's because a lot of games, not a lot, any game that came out before April of 2018, I believe, it's not guaranteed yeah. that you're going to be able to make the name change for that game. So uh, kind of depending on what game you play, if you play like the older Dark Souls games or maybe an older Call of Duty, yeah. just be aware of that if you were to choose your name or change your name. Yeah. Now, this is a weird one. Some, of course, this is a rich guy, wants to set up a real-life battle royale. So like some millionaire unknown millionaire wants to set up an actual battle royale 100 people start on an island he wants to rent an island and put people on there i'm thinking the condemned no the condemned and then there was the japanese movie that was the pick of the week of mine like last year the hell was it called was it battle royale it might have been battle royale or battle something but it was like what quentin tarantino is one of the favorite films ever the action it's based literally right from the movie Yeah. It was like 100 students kind of have to fight their way off this aisle. Only yeah. one can make it. Like, uh, I'm thinking like Stone Cold here mixed with the Hunger and, Games. And I kind of like The Condemned. Like, I yeah. kind of enjoyed I, it. I totally enjoyed yeah. it. It's total popcorn yeah. cheese. I loved it. But uh, I'm like, holy shit, this guy's fucking going to get arrested for this shit. Paintball. Oh, okay. Paintball. That's Not real bullets. Out. That's the part he left out. Yeah. So they want to do a paintball fun getaway you know, I think he's probably going to take like the top Fortnite players in the world and put them. Like, no, that's, he wants to make that, something that's out of it. That's a good idea. So, if like this millionaire is real and he comes out of the woodwork, or if we find out more information about it, of course we'll share it. But it's a cool idea. I would love to be on an island shooting people with paintballs. Or That'd we could fun. just drive 20 minutes down the street and get a nice course. But there's going to be money on the line here. Yeah. 
But what if you're the first one out and like, oh, you got to fly 18 hours back home later. <laughs> Smash Brothers may be getting a stage builder option very soon. Nintendo totally didn't do this on accident. They teased out an image of like, I think like Mario or something with Smash Bros on a TV in the background blurred out. And part of the blurred image at the bottom right was a picture and said stage builder at the bottom. Like you could totally read it. They know what they're doing. Exactly. They, was, come on, Totally guys. intentional. We had a stage builder before, I think in Brawl. We didn't get one, I don't think, in Smash 4. And I know you're loving this. Well, it, you can create your own stages to fight who on. Who wouldn't be hyped for that? It's like Mario Maker, but then you beat people up. That's cool. Sign me up, please. Octopath Traveler is no longer a Switch exclusive. I love when that stuff happens. <laughs> yeah, you're so fucking butthurt. It's so nice to see. It's so nice to see that Switch is doing better than PlayStation right now. But that's only because PS4 is years old. When PS5 comes out, it's going to kick ass. We all know it. But uh, Octopath Traveler coming to PC on June 7th. So if you don't own a Switch like Sam and you're in the minority of our listenership, mm-hmm. uh, you can actually just play it. as a, It's a great RPG. Uh, play all eight tales of it on June 7th for the PC. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice sells over 2 million copies in less than two weeks. It's almost like it did the same thing as Devil May Cry. It's almost Five. like you said you were going to buy this game and I'm still waiting. Still not yet. But since I mentioned Devil May Cry, I finally beat Son of Sparta mode. Virgil was tough as shit, missing 20. And just for a quick tip for everyone, because I know Red Orbit you want to upgrade, an easy way to do it. Bloody Palace is available now. I'm interested. Is it, it's free DLC, right? It's free. I'm interested to see what... Like, like, what was the level you got up to? I myself got up to level 90 and died. I was pretty impressed with myself. I was V, and I was literally just shy of a million red orbs, and I basically got to just upgrade upgrade almost everything for for basically. I just love the games. I just love it. I, I just beat the episode one, or mission one of Dante Must Die mode. Fuck, it's hard. I don't think I'm going to be able to beat it, but I'm going to try. I can't, I can't wait for good. you to get a Switch and play real video games. I can't wait. I can't wait for you to get a switch and play Pokemon Shield. You said you're getting sword, but who knows? Well, it depends. Exclusives and if Trantar is that's huge. <laughs> that's huge for me. Labo <laughs> VR apparently kicks ass. Yeah, I think I'm gonna get it. It's forty bucks. Forty bucks. Forty bucks for la- for VR. Forty bucks. The only problem. The only problem. And it's a big problem. Yeah. Is there's nothing to keep your, it on your yeah, head. Your cats are going to eat that cardboard. You have to hold it. So I'm thinking to myself, if you can play the entirety of Breath of the Wild, how the fuck is that going to work? Here's the only way I can think is I'm going to do this for Actually all hold it up since for this is an audible time. podcast. Here's what I'm going to do for everybody. Um, I accidentally turned on my switch for the first time in a week. But anyway, uh, so the you build the VR or whatever, you build the cardboard, it's got the goggles, you take the Joy-Con off, right? And you slip the switch into the cardboard, yeah. and then you can play through the goggles looking at the switch screen. My guess is, because again, you cannot there's no head strap for the Labo VR. You have to hold the cardboard. My guess is that when this is in the thing, yeah. you pop the Joy-Con back on and you can play it in handheld mode. So you have to play it like this. That would be so stupid. Why? I don't know. I, I, that just seems so uncomfortable. My yes, it arms. does. For a hundred and something hour game, yes, it does. Yeah. But you're also playing Breath of the Wild in VR. It could get. It could be worse. Uh, it could be no, worse. Hey, I'm happy to, to hear you're interested in me. I, that would be that's a hard pass for me. It's hard getting. Pass. It's getting great reviews everywhere. The whole VR thing. It's a cheap ass way to get VR. Forty bucks gets you some. Yeah. Gets you some VR. Yeah. It's got some fun experiences. You can for eighty bucks. You can get six different 
uh, VR experiences, but I'm again, it's Labo. I'm like not huge on building fucking cardboard. Cool. I got nowhere to put it. And I'm saying you're gonna have to put it somewhere your cats can't chew the damn thing. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'll do. But forty you buy, bucks like, for, a little bin or something. Forty bucks for for VR, and I get to play Odyssey. I get to play get it on your Breath work of points, Wild, and it'll and it'll have other shit. So yeah. I'm, I'm totally down for this, and I'm happy that uh, Nintendo is making a cheap VR for anybody who wants to like try it out. Yeah. Kojima and Norman Reedus will be on a panel at the Tribeca Film Festival on April 25th at 6 to talk exclusively about Death Stranding. Finally, we're going to get some news on Death Stranding, PS4's grand last exclusive besides The Last of Us 2. Um, again, this probably is a PS5 game to me, but I don't think we're going to get a release date at this time. They've been very vague on what this game is. They, they can push is. it back a little bit, right? They, they haven't they really pushed it back. They haven't, they, haven't released, they haven't announced anything, so there's not really been a delay. It's just been nothing. Um, So we're kind of radio silent on this game and what it even is. I'm excited about the fact that we're going to get more news because more news about anything is great. I'm happy that uh, that PlayStation owners will eventually get to play this game. I just don't know what it is yet. And as from what I've seen, I've seen about a minute of footage. I'm out. It looks yeah, kind of weird to me. But uh, good for good for those fans of Death Stranding because no, Kojima and Norman Reedus. That's a it's awesome. It's the main character of the game and the guy who is making the game. Yes, we'll see. Horizon Zero Dawn sequel leaked. Yeah, the, there was a the Frozen Wilds DLC, which looked really banging. The main character or a character in that, the actress, came out during I think Star Wars Celebration, and a fan like recorded it and asked her like something and said thank you for what you did in horizon it was awesome and she said just wait till the sequel you're gonna die it's awesome oh wow and that kind of leaked out the sequel um but i don't think that it's necessarily that big of a deal because well people are not expecting a sequel horizon sold 10 million units as a playstation exclusive yeah Shit was getting a yeah, sequel. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I think it just confirmed what we knew. Yeah. Because there's no real announcement, but that's a PS5 game anyway. Um, but so that you're saying like at least three years from now. I, I I'm talking two to three years. Okay. Three, three probably because I'm thinking 21, like late 21, early 22. So three, yeah, three okay. probably three years. Um, but that's it for the gaming section, Sam. Um, let's let's hear what you got for us this week. Yeah. So next for the little CGC spotlight. I felt since Hellboy came out. Let's pick up this one. So, okay, Hellboy's got basically three issues that are considered his first appearances, and I'll and I'll and I'll explain what I mean by that. This one I have is John Byrne's Next Men number twenty-one by Dark Horse Comics, came out December nineteen ninety-three. John Byrne's story and art, and Mike Minola cover and art. Mike Minola, he's the one who created Deadpool. Um, this is technically his first color appearance as Hellboy. I'll let you hold the cover there. Thank you. Everybody, his, when you hear this, it's just the plastic that it's wrapped in. Just yeah, you know, I, I like my, my CGC cases protected. But, um, yeah, so his, his first Hellboy's prototype appearance was Dime Press number four. That was March 1993. And then you also have his first full Hellboy appearance in black and white was at the San Diego Comic-Con Comics number 2 of August 1993. So, and then this is his first full appearance in color. So, it's like these are the three issues for, for Hellboy you want to own. I only have the one in color. Um, Gene, I might be coming for your first black and white appearance, but we'll talk later about that. Um, I just want to bring about this. I, like, I want to try to kind of always theme it since the, the Hellboy movie coming out. I thought yeah. it was good. I mean, I did love Ron Perlman's first two films. Nothing against them. But let's, we'll see what David Harbour can do. Um, this issue is 
there, there's kids in a tunnel that I think they were there for it was like 10 days and there's some bombings going on up top so they kind of get stuck and they basically get saved by Hellboy and he's fighting off whatever he's fighting off um it, I think it was a 30 issue run if I'm not mistaken and it kind of it's it's for definitely for mature audiences rather it than says just it kids. right there mature readers right yeah on the so it's 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 definitely not for, for kids it's, there's violence and he has you know his weird iconic humor you said this came out in 93 yes you know how we know that but besides that yeah. part, two dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, so it's not your ten, fifteen cent colors that I bring. It's you know different. This it's is a, a newer book. Yes, and you can just do the color. It it it, it, it pops. Um, I checked the CGC census. There's actually one graded at a nine nine. Never seen it. There's three hundred and sixty one graded at a nine point eight. Last sale of a nine point eight was only three hundred eighty bucks, so it's not too much. Um, there's 468 at a 9.6 and 324 at a 9.4. Total blue label universal grade is 1,559. So there's a lot of you know books of this on the market, but only 361 at a 9.8. And of course, mine's white pages. So I mean, it's 93. So everyone should have not white pages. If not, I wouldn't get it. Um, I would. I can see why it's only a 16 year old book. Yeah, so 20, it's, yeah. You know, we're world. If we're older than the book, you know what I mean. Like that. That's yeah. the way I look at it. I know, like his official Hellboy's official birthday is October fifth. I saw Mike Mignola say that. You know, he's a half demon. He's got his his freaking his right fist is supposed to it could be the end of the world. He's got you know healing abilities, super strength. Like he's you know the, the the whole bit that usually a superhero has or someone of that stature. Half demon. His true name is Anung Onrama. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, he works for the B BPRD. It's an international non governmental agency. And of course, he works for himself, fighting off Nazis, which is which is. Dude, I I think Hellboy's a badass. I'm pretty sure Ron Perlman kind of stated that in his first two films. I'm just, it's just sad to see that David Harbour's version's kind of getting shit on by the critics. But I'm interested. Maybe, but maybe he did well. I'm 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 hoping he did. Um, and I'm I'm really interested. A guy I follow on on YouTube is Comic Tom 101. He's got a, an Instagram page, and he's probably the biggest Hellboy fan. I know, so I'm really interested to see what he thinks of this movie because there is no one a bigger fan than Tom. So I'm going to check out the movie myself, and I'll check back on his YouTube page and and kind of check back to see what he thinks of the movie. But it's a, it's a good movie. I got the book I think for like two fifty. I got it I think Baltimore Comic Con last year, and it's, it it looks cool. It looks good. There is no ad on the back because it's a newer book. There yeah. is no seventy cent pool table nah, but the, the when i bring more golden age books like that you'll see some cool stuff on I the back it. i love the backs i love the backs the pricing and, and the cover art but uh yeah okay so that is sam's spotlight for this week a very 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 quick wrestlemania recap uh cruiserweight match buddy murphy versus tony niece buddy murphy lost the title tony niece wins sam had niece i had buddy 10 sam the women's battle royale sam had Liv morgan i had what do i have i had mandy rose yeah. Uh, Carmella won, yeah. so so that's a little bit of bullshit right there. Uh, in the men's, I'm sorry, in the Raw tag team titles, we both had the revival. They lost. Kurt Hawkins and Zack yeah. Ryder pick up the belts. The first win and the first, first win, win two, in 256 matches. Some or, or uh, some Goldberg number. 269. I'm sorry, 269 matches. Uh, then we had the Andre the Giant Battle Royale. I said that Andrade would win. You had Jeff Hardy. Um, Jeff Hardy made it to the final five, but was eliminated by the winner, Braun Strowman. We all knew that was going to happen. Yeah, it sucks. Because he eliminated the Colin Jost from SNL to win. Kind of bullshit. He's in number two. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, kind of bullshit. 
Um, people liked it because there's some com like WrestleMania is a lot of celebrities, a lot of comedy yeah. stuff, and just like a fun show. So people liked it. wasn't a fan. Yeah. Uh, Alexa Bliss came out and introduced Hulk Hogan. We, Which we knew he we was knew coming. Was coming. Yeah. Uh, we both predicted that. He said the name of the goddamn place wrong. He made a joke. He was like, and we'll do it at the Silverdome, brother. I mean, because he had that thing where he meant to say um, uh, whatever dome, and he said Silverdome. And then he says, I know, I he know. He was having flashbacks. We're at, he said, we're at MetLife Center, brother. It's MetLife Stadium, you fucker. Yeah. What center has 90,000 people in open air? Yeah. Center's closed off. Piss off. <laughs> Universal Championship started the night. The first match of the night, Paul Heyman comes out, says, Brock's got to get on a plane to Vegas. We got to get out of here, Seth. Seth comes out, gets the shit kicked out of him. Then out of nowhere, gives him three curb stomps, picks up the win. Our new Universal Champion, Seth Rollins. You had Seth. I had Brock. Uh, Moving on. If this page would load. There it is. Um, Let's see. AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. We both... I went with the Viper. You did? Okay. I had AJ. You had uh, Randy. Uh, AJ picks up the win. Kind of like out of nowhere. It was okay. Uh, they kept teasing the, the RKO. RKO, yeah. And then AJ kicked, kicked out, out yeah, of he it. Yeah, he kicked out, yeah. And then AJ picks up the win with the Phenomenal Forum, which I thought was a little like, that's it. Yeah. I, I, don't, do, I don't like his finishers. It's like, they're boring. Yeah. I don't know. Well, he has a great finisher called the Styles Clash, but WWE pretty much bans it because it's pretty dangerous. Is it? Yeah. yeah so um, after James Ellsworth almost got killed. Um, it's pretty dangerous, but who cares? Yeah. It's the it's a really cool finisher. Then we had the SmackDown tag titles on the line with the Usos versus the Bar versus Ra- uh, Ricochet and Aleister Black versus Rusev and Nakamura. You had the Bar, I had the Usos. The Usos did pick up the win to uh, to retain the titles and then lost them on SmackDown yeah, the next to the day. Hardy Boys. The next day, two, two, two days. Cool. Two days. Yeah. Which was cool. I'll always, what are they, the eight or nine time tag this, team champions? Well, they're leaving soon and they've never yeah. been SmackDown tag champs, so they just want them to get them all the belts. Like when That's they go cool. to the Hall of Fame, they want to say they've they, won every fucking piece of and they do, And they deserve it. They sure do. They deserve it. Shane McMahon versus The Miz uh, in a Falls Count Anywhere match. This was a fun match. Uh, Miz just came out, uh, I'm sorry, Shane just came out swinging. Miz did a really, they had a nice back and forth match. They went all over the place. Miz's dad got into the yeah, ring and started putting up his dukes. And yeah, Shane like adjusted his hands. Like, you got to learn how to fight, pal. But then fucking Shane kicks out of a uh, of uh, Miz's finisher. I'm trying to think of what it's called. I can't think yeah. of what it's And Shane won, right? Shane did yeah. win. Yeah, um, what the hell is it called? I can't remember. Um, the, I, don't, I don't know his finisher. Fuck, man. I can't. Remember what it is called—the skull crushing finale. That's it. He kicks out of it, which like no one does. Then Miz, they climb up on a scaffold. He suplexes them off the scaffold. They break through a bunch of shit. It's clearly pillows, but like they yeah. broke through a bunch of shit. And when they landed, Shane landed on top of them. So they're both out cold, and Shane gets the three. Kind of a weird way to win, but I liked it. Shane picks up his first solo victory at WrestleMania um, in at least a very long time. We had the women's tag champions with. Bailey and Sasha versus Beth Phoenix and Natalia versus Naya and Tamina versus the Iconics, um, who pick up the win. The yeah, Iconics yeah, are our yeah. new champs. I picked, love it. Yeah, we picked Iconics. I, I love it. Um, I picked Sasha and Bailey, yeah, but, me and- but I, I said, I hope the yeah. Iconics win. So, And then they're crying in the ring. Yeah. It's this awesome moment. And apparently, Sasha and Bailey were pretty pissed about this. Um, this decision to take the belts off of them. And in the back, made a pretty big stink about it in public. 
and back at the hotel. Yeah. I thought I read that Sasha said that she want she wanted out, and they were having some kind of emergency meeting to keep her on. Yeah, apparently she wants to quit. Like four different sources have confirmed yeah, that yeah. They, that this could be a real thing, but who knows? They just give her every belt, and then they take it from her very quickly. She is never. I think she's only successfully defended her belt one time. That sucks. In all of her title reigns. Then we had the WWE Championship match: Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston in the middle of the show. Which, at this point, once you knew that this match was happening, you knew Kofi was going to win. Because they started the night off with a great moment with Seth. They're going to keep it going with Kofi. And then they're going to end it at the end of the night with another big one. So this was pretty telegraphed that Kofi was going to win. And he wins the title after 11 years of never winning a major title in WWE, like a heavyweight title. He picks up to win. He's the first African-American champion. Oh, wow. Of the WWE. He's the first African-American WWE champion. I went back and I looked. He legitimately is. I thought it would have been like Booker T or somebody. Booker T won. Uh, he won something. I know he the, won some, something. He, he never, he's won the WWE heavyweight title. It's not the WWE title. Okay. Like yeah, the Stone yeah, Cold, yeah, Bret Hart, yeah. Shawn Michaels of the World, Diesel. Um, Kofi Kingston, first one to win it, which is cool. Um, he's the second ever African-American champion in the company's history. Booker like, T. Which I believe is Booker T. Because I think... Ron Simmons, who was Farouk, won it in WCW. He was the first ever African-American heavyweight champion. Uh, Let's see. Moving on, you had Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. Uh, For the U.S. title, I called it 100% where I said Samoa Joe would win in a squash in a minute. The match was exactly 60 seconds long, and Samoa Joe picks up to win. Rey has an ankle injury in real life, so they had to make this one quick. Roman Reigns beat Drew McIntyre. We all saw that one coming. Yeah, that was pretty easy to, to um, predict there. One, the best segment of the night, Elias comes out. He's hit, playing the drums. Then a second Elias comes out. He's playing the piano on pretty terrible CG. Uh, and then they call out the real Elias. He's in the middle of the ring playing guitar. And all of a sudden, the 1927 New York Yankees come on the screen. And Babe Ruth is on there calling his shot. Yeah. And they do this really cool montage of like old black and white sports clips. Yeah. And all of a sudden, John Cena comes out in his old thugonomics. And it was amazing because this is the John Cena I liked. And he comes in and he cuts a freestyle on Elias. That was one of the funniest things ever. He goes full heel on him, says like... He's like, uh, you're just like one of my movies. You suck. Oh, man. <laughs> it was, he went full heel on himself, which was great. Yeah. Um, he uh, gave a bag of pistachios and said, you know, here are my nuts. Now you got all the bush or something like that. He's like went pretty, yeah. hard, pretty hard into him for a PG rated thing. I really enjoyed it. John Cena crushed it as the doctor of thugonomics. We had Triple H versus Batista. And no holds barred with Triple H's career on the line. Um, you had Batista. I had Triple H. Triple H picks up the win, like, easily. Uh, we all knew that was going to happen. But Batista then retired from the yeah. WWE the next day, yeah. which was we saw that coming. He wants to be an actor. Yeah, well, he said it on, on Rosenbaum's podcast. He was yeah. like, I just want to go back one time and just finish my storyline, mm-hmm. get it out of my system. So, I, you know, it makes sense. It would a perfect way to go out. Combined, these dudes were 99 years old. So. Triple him. H, he kicks out of a pedigree, which is cool. Yeah. Then Triple H hits him with a sledgehammer, sledgehammer and then a second pedigree puts him away. Flair helps him. Flair helps him. Um, yeah, there were two. There were two. Pulls uh, out his nose ring. That yeah. was yeah. that was yeah. a really good spot. I like that too. Uh, Baron, Baron Corbin beat Kurt Angle. I got that one right. I just hate Baron Corbin. He's terrible. They love him, so they're going to keep pushing He's him. Terrible. But Kurt apparently was like, "Why would I win? There's nothing," yeah. and that's what I figured. Yeah. Like, there's nothing for him to gain by yeah. winning and putting down Corbin. So Corbin beats him semi quickly too. Um, 
most people hated it. This site gives it a D plus. It wasn't a good match by any means. Uh, but then Kurt Angle came out the next night on Raw, so it's like the guy's gonna go away. Go the yeah, fuck away. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't. They like keep it. dragging that out. I don't like it. Uh, yeah, he got beat up by Lars Sullivan the next night. Intercontinental Championship. The Demon Finn Balor beats Bobby Lashley to win the no, title. No surprise there. It was super quick. It was four minutes. We all knew it was gonna happen. No surprise. Yeah. And the Demon is your IC title holder. Finn's the man. Yet again. Uh, let's see. Keep the demon streak alive. Winner take all for the women's championship. The main event: Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair. Becky wins in kind of a botch. Yeah, I saw that she kind of had her arm. Like, look, her, her, her shoulders were way it, up. It went up, and then that's why she was pissed. Yeah. Like, I Ronda popped. Like, what the? Well, Ronda apparently broke her hand too because she had she wasn't even on Raw or SmackDown. Like, she's yeah. and she's gonna probably go away for a while, just like Brock, which is fine with me. I don't want these part-time MMA people in my wrestling. Yeah. There's too much good talent yeah. for me to have Ronda Rousey and Brock Lesnar involved. So I'm totally fine with them going away. It's like, but WWE, they always had UFC fight with Shamrock. And mm-hmm. like they always had, there was always one on the roster. Yeah, well, because Lesnar came in in 03. So right, they, they, they used to have Butterbean. Like, it was just Mike Tyson. Yeah, <laughs> they, had, they had yeah. uh, Floyd Mayweather knock out the big show. In a boxing match. They had the brawl for all. You're right. They had Butterbean in the brawl for all. So they've always had that entertainer. Yeah, there was always something. But yeah. they have so much talent. Yeah. So, like, I'm totally cool with the way they did this. The show <laughs> overall, even though, like, listen. Pope Still Joy, too long. Still too long. Pope Joy came over at, like, 4. Tom got there at, like, 5.30. And they didn't leave till 12.45. Yeah, and so, so it was long. a long yeah, that's, that's too night. fucking long. We were drinking pina coladas, strawberry daiquiris. Daiquiris. I made a five-pound pulled pork. Uh, four different types of barbecue sauce. Nice. It was banging. We got nice. slider rolls. I toasted up the slider rolls. Nice. Some some potato rolls. It was delicious. Good night. Good food. Good friends. Good drinks. Had a good time. Went to work the next day, on time. Long day. Definitely a long day because she didn't. Helena woke up at two o'clock, so it was like totally a long night. But a good show overall. Raw and SmackDown afterwards were totally totally shit in every sense of the word. Just shit. Awful. So like my hype level was here. Now I'm back down to like, if I miss Raw, I don't give a fuck anymore. I'll catch it up on the next pay-per-view. Just watch it on, on Facebook. You watch everything in five minutes. Yeah, if you, you can do uh, – You can do – yeah, they do like an episode now thing where they post an episode and you can watch a, a recap of the whole thing, which is annoying. Yeah. They post the spoilers of every match yep. right the fuck away on yep. Twitter and Instagram. Yep. So I have no reason to watch this shit. <laughs> Dude, so you guys took six hours. I knew everything in five minutes. It's, it's really annoying. I think like it's the spectacle of seeing it as opposed to yeah. just like reading about it. I get it. But like – I'm well. This I'm week, but I watched it. This week, I'm psyched because uh, the superstar shakeup is this okay, week. So yeah, they're yes. gonna see, Monday and Tuesday. They're gonna flip shows. Why Mike go back where they all started? Yeah, I did my little research. We'll, we'll see where it goes. Excited for uh, that part of it. We'll see. Maybe my hype will be back after the shakeup if if you know they do some cool things. But like a guy like Kevin Owens wasn't at WrestleMania. Like, yeah. give me a break. Sami Zayn did come back after like almost yeah, a year. Out, never so. cared for him. Either. He was really that was great to see him back. I'm a big Sami Zayn fan. Uh, but that was it, Sam. I'm um, gonna do our quick Patreon shoutouts and our picks of the week. While I'm pulling up the Patreon, uh, the patrons, why don't you give us your pick of the week? And, and the reason I went with Shazam, I usually we, we usually don't go with right away. But the reason I feel like more people need to see this film. It's not your your Marvel film that everyone's going to automatically go see. It's why Captain Marvel made over a billion dollars. People were thinking it was going to extend Endgame. In reality, could have saw the mid-credit, and there it was. Could have taken you all 30 seconds. But to me, this movie, DC needed to do something. Yes, they did something with Aquaman, but I think the pressure was on here again for Shazam. They needed a winner, and I think they nailed it. I was out of... I probably said most superhero movies I've seen. I think this one had the most heart that I've seen and, and felt. Zachary Levi was perfect. 
Mark Strong as a villain was great. Asher Angel, Billy Batson, he was good. And probably one of like the, the like the scene stealer was Jack Dylan Grazer as Freddy. He was great. If you know anything, he's the friend, right? Yeah, he's his friend. He's the um, mm-hmm. he has the crutch. I thought he was absolutely great. Um, the movie, I think it's ninety one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's over two hundred million worldwide. I said earlier, it only has an eighty to one hundred million dollar budget, which is great. It's a little over two hours, but you didn't feel like, at least I didn't feel like it. It 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 was dragged out. Again, with uh, David F. Sandberg directed. Uh, this was a movie where you saw the budget on screen. It wasn't like when you when you saw BBS or whatever. It's like three hundred and twenty million. Like where did where you know what like. I don't know, like this, I feel like everything was there. Everything looked good. The CGI looked good. It wasn't shit. Um, there was a couple, like, moments where it, it turned, like, a little, like, almost dark. Like, there were some crazy violent scenes. Like, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I was pretty impressed. Um, I, I thought the whole cast was great. Even the foster parents, the foster family, the father was, um, I forget his name. He's from Walking Dead. He plays um, the king's, like, friend. He's a big, big, chunky guy. He just like you just felt like his heart and like he was just wanted to support his family and just the way the film came together. I don't want to spoil anything, but they were true to the comics. Um, Doctor Savania's Mark Strong was good. There was a, a nice cameo. I don't know if you read about it. Mm-mm. It was a nice cameo at the end. I thought it, it could have been ten times better, but for what for what it had, it was good, and I can't wait for the sequel. I think I know who it is. But I'm just going to yeah, leave yeah, it go. Yeah, I don't want to say anything. Thank you to our patrons, Bradley Epstein at North Cam- uh, Comics on Instagram, Darren Monroe, Jay Sanford 9482, Mike Forward, and Sam Reimer at the $5 level. And thanks, Ryan, again, at the $1 level. That are Those are our Patreon shoutouts. My pick of the week, again, is music-related. I'm kind of getting to a theme of, like, music picks of the week. I'm back to work, so I'm driving, so I'm picking up some new music again. Um, and this week, it's kind of a double dip, but it's... Not at the same time. So we both know we love Dance, Gavin. Dance, mm-hmm. they released a new song called Headhunter. And actually, they released a video with it. That song is fucking awesome. I, I didn't listen to the song yet, but I did, I did see it on Twitter. It's unreal good. Um, so go check out Headhunter from Dance, Gavin, Dance. And to that end, three of the members of Dance, Gavin, Dance, Matt Mingus, the drummer, uh, Will Swan, the guitar player, and John, I think, Wall is the screamer uh, of the band. They actually are in a separate project, which I didn't know about. Uh, up until yeah. a couple days ago when they released new music for the first time in years. They're called Secret Band. And um, they sense. released two new songs called Lightning and Rabbit Hole. Think Dance Gavin Dance without Tillian. If it was just yeah. John screaming the whole time. And it that's pretty good. It's fucking incredible. I mean, it makes sense for them to do something like while Tillian's doing his own solo stuff. It's like, oh, well, he's doing this. We could do our stuff. Well, bands are in other bands all the time. Yeah, that's course. not a – that's all – because Will Swan's in um, – Cianvar as well like he's he's in doing his own thing he's actually got his own record label too uh so like musicians do other things like mark hoppus he's in simple yeah, creatures yeah. and blink 180 fucking too yeah. you don't think you need a second band but sometimes you want to just do Branch it out a little bit. yeah so yeah. uh secret band dance gavin dance again all releasing new music this pretty close together headhunter came out last week i just missed it yeah. i don't know how but i missed it it's an old western style video it's really fun the song kicks ass and then go check out secret band lightning and rabbit hole two songs Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, wherever. Check it out. It's Dance Gavin Dance without Tillian. It's just fucking screaming for four minutes, and it's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I love every second of it. But that was episode 130 of We Podcast and We Know Things, complete with Disney Plus, with Doom Patrol, with Star Wars Episode 9, and Game of Thrones. Enjoy 
episode one. We'll be back next week with episode 131, recapping the Game of Thrones season premiere, and we can't wait. Have fun. Be safe. We'll talk to you next week. Also, go Sixers. We're in the playoffs. Playoffs. Network has a brand new Patreon. That's right. We're asking for your help, and you could do it for as little as a dollar a month. Don't fret. All your favorite shows will still be available for free as always, but you can get exclusive podcasts and more not heard anywhere else but on our Patreon. To sign for the ESO Network, Patreon's easy. All you have to do is go to esopodcast.com and click on the link. With your support of the ESO Network, it's you who will reap the rewards. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.